93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It's Friday, February 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Businesses in New Jersey, including restaurants, gyms, casinos, and salons, can increase their indoor capacity to 35% starting at 8 a.m. today. This is up from the previous 25% limit. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy said the statewide 10 p.m. restaurant indoor service limit will be lifted. However, local restrictions may remain in place. Seating at indoor bars will still be prohibited, Murphy said as it creates a danger of close and prolonged proximity between patrons, bartenders, and servers. Performance venues can also go up 35% with with a limit of 150 people. Murphy announced the easing of COVID-19 restrictions during a press briefing on Wednesday where he said recent trends in hospitalizations and transmission rates are promising. Did I hear that it was possible to go up to 55% if everyone in the room was under 5 feet tall? Oh, I didn't (laughs) hear that part. I thought I'd heard 50%. Maybe I misheard that. Uh, Uh, This is Jersey we're talking about. Okay. Uh, the loose, uh, no, Jersey. loosening of restrictions comes as more vaccines are administered throughout New Jersey. The Camden County Vaccination Clinic reached 10,000 shots given on Thursday morning. Huh. Johnson & Johnson asked United States regulars, uh, <laughs> regulators Thursday to clear the world's first single-dose COVID-19 vaccine to uh, easier-to-use option and boost the scarce supplies. J&J's vaccine was safe and offered strong protection against moderate to ze- severe COVID-19 according to preliminary results from a massive international study. It didn't appear quite as strong as two-dose competitors made by Pfizer and Moderna, a finding that may be uh, more perception than reality given differences in how each was tested. But the Food and Drug Administration is asking its independent advisors to publicly debate all of the data behind the single-dose shot. My brother's a police officer in California, and he just got his first round of the Moderna shot. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're starting to dispense those. He hasn't had any side effects. Um, so they, they're saying that um, just like its competitors were put under the microscope before it decides whether to green light a third vaccine option in the United States, the panel will meet on February 26th. So we won't know until then. Overall, the single dose, dose vaccine was 66% effective at preventing moderate to severe COVID-19, according to early findings from a study of 44,000 people in the U.S., Latin America and South Africa. But it was 85% per, uh, per Protective against the most serious symptoms uh, and starting 28 days after the shot, researchers found no one uh, given the vaccine needed hospitaliz- hospitalization or died. The one dose option worked better uh, in the United States at 72 percent effective against moderate to se- severe conditions um, compared to the 66 percent in Latin America and 57 percent in South Africa, where a more contagious mutant virus is spreading. The final phase of clinical trials for the vaccines were conducted at Temple University. What was seemingly a routine traffic stop in Bedminster Township, Bucks County, led to a multi-million dollar drug seizure. Officials said on January 29th, around 1130, police noticed a Jeep that was being driven all over the place on Dublin Pike. When they pulled over the vehicle, they found drugs and cash. Behind the wheel was 28-year-old Christian Ochoa and 27-year-old Edith Cardenas. Both have been uh, arrested for intent to sell the drugs. Police linked the two to a tractor trailer driven from California to Allentown, where they found 10 kilograms of heroin fentanyl with a street value of about $3 million. They also found nine kilograms of cocaine or fentanyl with a street value upwards of $900,000 along with other drugs, cell phones, and a gun. Officials said the total street value in both seizures is around $4 million or more. Now, also recovered in the truck were candles of Jesus Malverde, the patron saint of drug traffickers. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Kathy was wow. telling me about this this morning. <laughs>
Uh, Malverde in English means evil green. <laughs> in sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers lost to the Portland Trailblazers last night in South Philly. Gary Trent Jr. scored 24 points, and Innes Cantor added 17 points and 18 rebounds to lead the undermanned Trailblazers to a 121-105 win. Carmelo Anthony had 22 points, and the Trailblazers team with four starters missing, led by as many as 29 points against the top team in the East. Joel Embiid scored 37 points for the Sixers. Tobias Harris added 12 points and 11 rebounds, but guard Ben Simmons sat out with tightness in his left calf. The Sixers are at home tomorrow night with a game against the Brooklyn Nets, and tip-off is at 8 o'clock. The Flyers will look to bounce back from their overtime loss to the Boston Bruins on Wednesday night when the two teams play again tonight in South Philly. The Flyers have only four losses this season, and three of them are to the Bruins. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock. And Super Bowl 55 is on Sunday night. Tom Brady is going for a seventh ring, but this time with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Patrick Mahomes is looking for a second Super Bowl win in a row with Kansas City, something no team has done since Brady led New England to two in the 2003 and 2004 seasons. 43-year-old Brady is in his 10th NFL title game, but with a new team, the Buccaneers, who happen to call Tampa home. No host team has ever played in the Super Bowl in its home stadium. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kat. And uh, here we are, end of the week. A couple of big things are happening. Uh, number one, this is the wrap-up of our No Sad Dough contest. Final lay, last yeah. seven chances to win. Seven opportunities today, so take advantage of each and every one of those. First one, of course, is at 8 a.m. We're also going to give away our Word of the Week prize, which is cool. It's a three-night stay at the Icona Resorts in Avalon. I've stayed there myself. Oh, really? Great hotel. Awesome. Absolutely. You'll enjoy down the shore. And listen, it's great, even off-season, to head down there and... You can actually hear the ocean from the uh, soothing uh, the resort. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's very romantic. So we will give that away today. We also have uh, guests on the show. David Kettner will be joining us. And he is promoting uh, The Right One, which is available now, digital and uh, Blu-ray, DVD, and all that stuff, uh, actually on the night. So it's... Um, it's available today. Digital today. And then the Blu-ray and DVD on February 9th. There you go. All right, got it. Thank you, Case. And then... The Piccolilian is stopping Ooh. by today, and uh, they're they're getting uh, hyped up for obviously uh, the Super Bowl because Lily, 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 legs, Lily, Lily. Uh, because uh, wings are their thing. Uh, yeah, so they are going to be bringing by their award winning uh, buffalo wings and tails as well. And you can go to pick a lily. Dot com uh, to place your orders, and we'll do some giveaways. Excellent. Cool. Yep. All right, so a bunch of stuff to get to today. We're going to take a quick break. Come back in a moment. Entertainment Report, there's a lot of stories there as well. And a stupid question to give you some more free stuff. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24 karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Stupid question this morning. Prize, we got a digital uh, PS4 copy of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Uh, great question from our buddy uh, Craig Legons for Black History. And here it is for you. Name the only athlete in any major American sport. So that's Major League Baseball, hockey, basketball, football. Name the only athlete to go twenty cons- to go to twenty consecutive All Star games. Twenty uh, consecutive yeah. All Star games. Two one five two six three WMMR. Call right now. Let's see if you know the answer. All right. So, name the only athlete in any of the major sports to go to twenty consecutive All Star games. I'll go through some birthdays today. Today is Friday, February fifth. Uh, we'll start with Christopher Guest's birthday today. Uh, Christopher Guest is seventy three years old. And um, obviously, he's made a mark for himself in directing some pretty hilarious, yeah, movies that became his uh, his thing. In fact, you just call them Christopher, Christopher Guest. Guest yeah, the, the way you have an Apatow movie, yeah, a Christopher Guest movie. Yeah, uh, it's been a while since we've had something from him. Yeah, what was the last one? Was it for your consideration? Yeah. Was that the was last? last one I remember? In that yeah. vein, it was. Yeah, there were there were four in a row. Really, there was uh, Guffman, then Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, and then the fourth was. For your consideration, and that was way back in 2006. He's worked since then, but he yeah. hasn't done yeah. any of those he's done types more of acting. movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, huh. He celebrates his 73rd birthday today. Barbara Hershey, the actress. I thought what? I thought she was in the birthday list just a little while ago. Um, <laughs> maybe she has two. I, maybe she has she's such birthdays. a big personality. We probably celebrated her half birthday. Okay, that's probably do that. That. I wouldn't know. doubt it because glancing quickly at this list of birthdays, and they give just a, a small snapshot yeah. of their credits. But she is what I consider to be three of some of my, three of my all-time favorite movies that she was in. The Natural, yes. The Right Stuff, and Hoosiers. Mm. I mean, three big, three great big, ones. Yeah. big movies right there. Um, so an incredibly talented woman. She's also woman. In a great movie called The Stuntman where, uh, with Peter O'Toole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she was briefly married to David Carradine. Uh, she celebrates her third birthday. She's been nominated for an Academy Award for The Portrait of a Lady. Lady! And uh, Golden Globes for uh, Last Temptation of Christ, The Killing in a Small Town. She played Debbie in The Last Temptation of Christ. Another portrait of a lady. She was Debbie. Debbie. Uh, She is 73. Then you have Jennifer Jason Lee. Yes. uh, Who turns 59 years old today. Solid actress. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, single white female, stuff like that. She had the thickest hair in the world in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. I do. We were just talking about Laura Linney the other day because of Ozark. Right, yeah. uh, And their nomination. She has a birthday today, too. She's my dad's favorite actress, and he has this uh, audible reaction when she comes on screen. He's just... Oh, it's Laura. <laughs> like, it's just—it's so weird. It's not—it's not quite creepy, uh, and it's certainly not sexual. It's but it's just this love. He just has reverence for Laura Linney. It, yeah, he reveres Laura Linney. You know what? She's yeah. wonderful, Nicholas. You know what? She she can do such intense <laughs> drama in what was the movie? Uh, Tim Robbins, Chris Penn, or Sean Penn? Um, oh, uh, uh, it's about Mystic uh, River. Mystic, Mystic River. River. Yeah, there's oh, a scene. Was... Not to give any. It's a deep. Deep, yeah. movie, but where she is, she's essentially comforting someone who yep. who unjustly killed someone, and she's telling him why it was okay that they did right, that. And right. it's just like a, whoa, dude. No, she's good. Yeah, she's intense. Uh, she is uh, 59 years. No, no, that's uh, Jeff Jason Lee. Laura Laney's 57. Tim Meadows uh, turns 60 today, so a big birthday for him. Had a super long run on SNL yeah. and is now on Schooled, but I they, they haven't come back with that yet. Yeah, uh, and he's been by here a couple times. Yeah. He's great. He was awesome in Hubie Halloween. He was. <laughs> 
He was hey, Give me Halloween, movie. man. He was, I can't help it. I enjoyed it. It's it's a junk movie by at any stretch of the imagination. It's crap, but you, it's fun. You crap. liked it too? I did. Oh yeah. God. I, and I know it's, it's crap. A piece of garbage. Yeah. Oh. But his hair, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's so dumb. We do have to mention Walk Hard because he's fantastic in Walk Hard. He is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe I'd like to try him with some of that cocaine. Don't want any part of this. You know, he's also in a, a, a pop singer, Never Stop, Never Stopping, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's manager, in that as well. Right? The manager as well. Wasn't he the fourth member of Tony, Tony, Tony? Yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the other Tony. <laughs> he was the fourth Tony. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Uh, Duff McKagan also turns a year older today. He is 57, bassist of uh, Guns N' Roses. And Financial Wiz. Velvet Revolver. Yeah. And, yes, he is a financial columnist uh, for... Who is he doing that it for? Forbes? I, it was some prominent... No, nah, yeah, it might have been, like, been Wall Street Journal or something yeah. like that. Oh. I don't remember exactly. Uh, is, so, that a, is that a bass or is that a guitar right there? I think it's a bass. Okay. Oh, there you go, uh, So he's 57. <laughs> Roger Staubach, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback for the, of course, the, uh, uh, the Cowboys for a yes. long time. He's 79 today. Al Cooper. Uh, you may not know the name. So he was the singer and keyboardist. Uh, I'm sorry, singer, keyboardist, guitarist for Blood, Sweat, and Tears. But besides that, worked with Bob Dylan, the Atlanta Rhythm Section, Alice Cooper, The Birds, Jimi Hendrix, Leonard Skinner. So he's like a go-to gun yeah, for hire. Yeah, and um, I love Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. He's 77 today. Michael Sheen, the actor. Uh, the Queen, Frost, Nixon, and a show that Steve turned me on to, Prodigal Son. Have you watched the season's episodes? This Not year? yet. I'm letting them kind of build up a little Good. bit. And then I'll watch Yeah, them. they got it. Because we, Shell and I, uh, binged uh, the first season, one. Uh, season and loved it. Yeah. He's yeah. great. He's great. He's basically the Hannibal Lecter. Yep. He's 52. And then last birthday is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, the uh, soccer player, and probably one of the most... I don't know. Is, is he, he the wealthiest? The, the wealthiest yeah, athlete he goes back in the and world. Forth. Him and Messi and uh, um, Neymar. Uh, Neymar, but also the boxer. Um, Manny Pacquiao is always up there in, in the top rankings. Chuck Webner? Chuck, <laughs> not Chuck, but oh. um, Ronaldo has some uh, some checkered past things. There's uh, like sexual assault allegations. And, is that right? Yeah, he's okay. got some issues. He's 36 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning of um, the major league sports in America. Who is the only athlete to go to 20 Consecutive All Star Games two one five two six three WMMR and I will go to Vince. See if he knows the answer. Hey Vince, good morning. Good morning, it. Uh, good morning, it, Vince. <laughs> All right, who is the athlete we're speaking of? Uh, Hank Aaron, the dearly departed. Oh. Yep. And would have been his birthday today. Yeah, yeah he would have been eighty seven years old that. today. So I thought it was a appropriate to use that question today. But twenty consecutive All Star Games, amazing. Wow. Uh, so, since you got it right, hang on the line, Vince. We are going to set you up with a digital PS4 copy of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. We're going to start in the entertainment report with some Marilyn Manson news. His home was visited by police on Wednesday evening after a friend asked that a wellness check be done after not being able to get in touch with Manson. Spokesperson for the L.A. Police Department told E! News that there was no evidence of any trouble. Officers made contact with someone who indicated that there was no trouble, and at the end of the day, that happens when someone doesn't answer their phone. Uh, he reportedly, Manson, never came to the door. Now, his ex-wife, Dita Von Teese, uh, has gone on the record stating that during their one-year marriage, there was no physical violence. On Wednesday, she posted a statement on social media 
that read, I've been processing the news that broke Monday regarding Marilyn Manson. To those who have expressed your concerns of my well-being, I appreciate your kindness. Please know that the details made public do not match my personal experience during our seven years together as a couple. Had they, I would not have married him in December 2005. I left 12 months later due to infidelity and drug abuse. Abuse of any kind has no place in any relationship. I urge those of you who have incurred abuse to take steps to heal and and, uh, the strength to fully realize yourself. This is my sole statement on this matter. Thank you for respecting this request. Where does Dita Fundis fall in his chronology early on? Good question. I don't remember. She said 2005. Okay. when they married, and they were together for seven years, she said. When you guys sent me and Jose to his tour bus to interview him, (laughs) was that at Y100? Yeah. Okay, so that was was prior to us being here, uh, which was in early 2005. So, and Dita Vontis was, the only reason I asked is she She was was on the the bus? bus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I, I could see... Her being someone in charge. Oh, she, yeah. She has got this attitude about her, uh, this way about her that kind of demands a certain respect or something. Uh, uh, do you I, know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah, but I do know what you're saying. Yeah. They, she has at least a more commanding personality. Right, right. And maybe that's if there's anything that kept it in check. But I think probably in his case, you have a lot of um, b- bizarre fascinations. And then if you're fueling that with drugs... Uh, you know, there's no excuse if, if for whatever he's done, if he has done it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting that you've had two women come forward who say they haven't had any experience like this with him. But there's certainly a lot who say they have. Yep. Who is uh, who's Phoebe Bridgers? Anybody know? Um, she's just a singer. Yeah, she's going to be on Saturday Night Live tomorrow. Right? All right. Yep. She tweeted about her own disturbing experience with Manson and wrote, I went to Marilyn Manson's house when I was a teenager with some friends. I was a big fan. He referred to a room in his house as the rape room. Oh, God. God. And I thought it was just his horrible frat boy sense of humor. I stopped being a fan. I stand with everyone who came forward. So, wow. wow. Yep. Uh, let's see. Trent Reznor also stands with women who have made accusations against him. Uh, he report it was reported that Tre- uh, Reznor has strongly denied a story that recently resurfaced from Manson's 1998 memoir, which claimed that the two sexually and physically assaulted a woman who was barely conscious. Reznor s- stated, "I've been vocal over the years about my dislike of Manson as a person and cut ties with him nearly 25 years ago. As I said at that time." Uh, the passage from Manson's memoir is a complete fabrication. I was infuriated and offended back when it came out and remains so today. Wow. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, another freaky dude, uh, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Paige Lorenz. He actually seems normal at this point. Is sharing new insights into her relationship with Army, who she says wanted to turn the 22-year-old into, quote, a perfect little slave. Uh, she shared a screenshot of her Instagram direct messages uh, purportedly with Hammer, uh, in which he details his BDSM fantasies. Uh, he said, you are perfect. Don't be embarrassed by anything. You feel effing incredible. And the way you fell perfectly into a submissive space was beautiful. Uh, he wrote into a response of her saying that she was a little nervous uh, that she wouldn't be able to satisfy him. There's a lot of crap going on in this dude's mind. You can just by the way he writes and the way he talks to women, you can see there's a whole incredibly dark undercurrent. He also wrote, we are going to develop that. I'm going to train you and turn you into my perfect little pet. Um, and I will make you one of my, per- uh, make you my perfect little slave. And then he goes on to some talking about butt stuff that, which is way too graphic for yeah. me to get into. 
Uh, but she had tweeted about this. I have truly never seen someone so desperately trying to come off as profound, dark, and interesting. This is predatory behavior, period. Uh, these latest messages are just further evidence of the reality of his dangerous proclivities and his reaction shows his blatant disregard for women he has traumatized. Uh, I want to offer my continued support to the other women who have been preyed upon by men and have the courage to come forward. So, But these latest ones just seem like BDSM... You know, submissive, not like the thing. yeah, the more abusive, um, so other it, cannibalism stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. I mean, there's a I difference between that. consensual, free, consensual, anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, role playing and stuff right, like that. Right, absolutely. Uh, and um, when you feel threatened, that's a different animal. Mm. I don't know. I don't know where this stands. There's been a whole hell of a lot of freaky coming out. Yeah. Uh, but has he? Has he been accused of? Physically, of uh, basically holding someone against their will. Well, I don't know. Uh, there's so that. much I mean, crap coming out. The one girl said he cut a V on her. Uh, okay, near her vagina. Right. And or I don't know if it was a V or he cut something. A. It was an A. Okay. I think it was an A. God. Yeah. So there's been that, but you know there hasn't been any charges officially. Yeah. Uh, levied against. I don't him, know. So, yeah. Chloe uh, Kardashian. Tristan Thompson, uh, they've been through a lot, two major cheating scandals, co-parenting true through a pandemic, and now a bi-coastal lifestyle with Tristan based in Boston and Chloe in L.A., and now they're planning on a happy new chapter, a second child. Don't do it! (laughs) According to a sneak peek of an upcoming episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, both Tristan and Chloe are in. Uh, So, Chloe tells Tristan of her sister, Kim... Kim, every time I post a video of True, she DMs me and she's like, she can't play by herself her whole life. And Chloe said, in my head, when I was going to have kids, I never, ever imagined having an only child, especially being on quarantine with her. I felt bad. She had no friends. She had nobody. They were isolated even from each other, True's cousin, she means, for so long. I don't know. True's getting older. And I just feel like it's uh, now time to have another kid. Tristan said, yep, mm mm-hmm. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> no, that's oh, li- really? that's really? literally. I watched the video clip. Yeah. That is literally what he said <laughs> and the way he said. All right, it. Steve, when, you, when you're watching the video, because I didn't see yeah. you watch the video, are, are you? Do you find yourself getting tense? Are you, uh, like furious? <laughs> like, <laughs> are you out of your mind? She says to him, uh, "We have to line it up with your schedule so I can make embryos with my frozen eggs." This is, you, you know, this isn't like go. Designing a room. Yes. This is bringing a living person into the world with this guy. Well, so I, I only disagree with you, Steve, because um, they already have one. So adding another one is not that big of a deal. Financially, it's not that big of a deal. They're both multi multi millionaires. No, that's not right? even a consideration. So they can afford it. And and I understand wanting to have another child so sure. that so that your existing child has a full blood relative rather than half you know sibling or whatever. How about have that child with <laughs> the guy who doesn't have eighty five tub girls in his phone? But again, it, it doesn't. At this point, it doesn't even matter. It yeah, does but they're not, connected now. Yeah, at this yeah. point, they're so. already connected. It doesn't matter. She's like, you know what? I want true to have a full sibling not a half sibling or or anything along those lines like hey. these guys she does have a half sibling uh because he already has a kid from another relationship there you go. right but but you're right so uh she said i think i'm ready to do the whole pregnancy thing again he wants not just one more but two more he said i've always wanted four kids so i have prince and true uh that's a four-year-old son prince is from a previous relationship and his daughter with chloe and he said two down two more to go 
So he wants to have four altogether. As I'm watching this clip, Khloe Kardashian looks nothing like Like Khloe Khloe Kardashian Kardashian. and sounds completely like Kim Kardashian. I saw a commercial for a drug uh, that that she was endorsing. I think she has reflex. uh, Reflux? Yeah, and I'm not sure what it was. No, it's, um, oh, geez, I know exactly what it is. Uh, um, Oh, migraines. Migraines, that's it. So anyhow, but um, I didn't realize it was her. She She looked great. Actually, yeah. she, looked, she looked fantastic. <laughs> if you put all of them, all of those sisters together and do a before and after picture, like, it's unbelievable. The all mo- of them are Kathy, completely different. They're different people. The most amazing is Kylie Jenner, who who couldn't, like, listen, I understand you go through puberty and I understand you change, <laughs> but you you don't morph into an entirely different, different human. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do when you have a plastic surgeon. Yeah. Uh, Gigi Hadid welcomed her daughter Kai at her home in Bucks County uh, in September, and it wasn't picture perfect. She tells Vogue in a March cover story, the 25-year-old model opted to be to do a home birth when she discovered that her mom, uh, Yolanda Hadid, and her <laughs> sister, Bella Hadid, could not be present if she gave birth. Right, at- Yolanda! <laughs> That was have the there... doula, by the way, who was there. Yolanda, yeah. Yolanda. Have there been any, like, have there been any sightings? Has anybody seen uh, yeah. them in Bucks County? Well, one, once or know. twice. Um, apparently, Preston, she used a Floby during the birth to get the baby out of the birth canal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I didn't know that's that was crazy. The so they were really thing. kind of winging it. Uh, but uh, when they couldn't be present at the hospital in Manhattan due to COVID, uh, Yolanda and Bella were right able, Yolanda. Will be able to be at the house. <laughs> Uh, she and boyfriend uh, Zion Malik watched The Business of Being Born, a documentary together, and discovered that they could do it. Um, I could do it! Uh, Gigi said, I had to dig deep. Uh, when She said this of uh, when the first time, when the time came to deliver her first child in a blow-up bath in her bedroom, she said, I knew it was going to be the craziest pain in my life, but you have to surrender to it and be like, this is what it is, and I loved that. Her mom and midwife coached her. Uh, her mom, Yolanda, uh, G- Yolanda. <laughs> Gigi said uh, she knew Zion and Bella were proud of her, but at certain points, she said, I saw them, uh, each of them in terror. Uh, she admitted, Z and I looked at each other and we were like, we can have some time before we do that again. Uh, so it was it was tough, but she did it, and it happened in Bucks County. In Bucks County. <laughs> again, uh, you know, I put it out there. It, I have to assume both of them are huge fans of the show. Right. It just stands to reason, right? Yeah, she's on the cover of they, yeah, Of course. Maybe she's willing to, to chat with us. Well, if, you, if you spend the dial in town on any radio station, what show exudes fashion? Right. Us. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, listen, we got the pictures from yesterday yeah. to prove it. Come on. Yeah. You saw you saw the asses. Twitter is not here with uh, the sympathy for Chrissy Teigen and her $13,000 bottle of wine. Uh, The now sober Sports Illustrated model shared an anecdote that she and her husband, John, uh, were at the once duped into plonking it down for some cab. Uh, She said, one time John and I were at a restaurant and the waiter recommended a nice Cabernet. We got the bill. It was $13,000. And then she writes in caps, how do you casually recommend that wine? We didn't even finish it. And it had been cleared. So a a couple of tweets came back. One said, did you recover? (laughs) Meanwhile, people are out here drowning in debt, losing their homes, and can't afford to see a doctor. Uh, Even after Tegan's name began trending on Twitter, and she shared she had been having a rough week since it was the week of her late son Jack would have been born, uh, there was little sympathy for her. A person wrote, I'm sorry that you shared a really effing insensitive story about casually throwing away $13,000 on a platform for all to see during a recession, job crisis, pandemic. 
Uh, that is a rough week for you. That that it is a rough week for you does not mend the horrors of what everyday people are going through that you could never. She did the right thing. She turned to social media for comfort. Yeah. yeah. Following the exchange, <laughs> uh, she had shared that uh, she is in the hospital waiting endometriosis surgery. Uh, in an Instagram story, she writes, please endo this pain. LOL, LOL, If you have a hysterectomy, does that get rid of your uh, endometriosis? Got rid of mine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good. a hysterectomy is taking everything out. I, I don't know. know for sure, but I would imagine. Okay. You're not getting your period and stuff like that anymore. Yeah, if you don't know what it is, it's a, a tissue that normally lines the uterus, grows outside of the uterus. Yeah. Yeah, so, so painful, they right? the uterus, Your uterus right? is right. gone, right? Yeah, so, so. I guess you wouldn't have it anymore. Don't know, though. Once it's cleared out, what do you replace it with? A um, small rice cooker? Uh, you could. We yeah. saw how small some of them can be yesterday. Did but, you just crap a pancake? Yeah, but those are heavy and clunky. I wouldn't put a rice cooker in there. All right, okay. Maybe a out K- there. quesadilla maker, maybe? Rob Lowe sat down with Variety to discuss how far he has come after getting sober 30 years ago. Uh, he said the only way to stay in recovery is to be honest with yourself on a minute-by-minute basis. No secrets. No double life. No sad, bro. And you have you have to get real. That's what acting is all about, being real and being honest. He added, I thought acting is about totally lying and yeah, being, right. being a bald-faced liar. All right? Every second, every word that comes out of your mouth is a lie. When you're acting... You know, it really helps you get through it is drinking. Uh, he added, nothing can make you get sober except you wanting to do it. He I- says, uh, the threat of losing a marriage, losing a job, incarceration, you name the threat, it will not be enough to do it. It's got to be in you. Uh, the reason that people get sober 100% of the time when they go into programs is that they aren't ready. Uh, that When they don't get sober 100% of the time is that they aren't ready when they go in to use the tools. I think I'm the only one on the show that watched uh, Parks and Rec beginning to end. I, I no, know I some did. of you guys, you did watch yeah, all of it? Yeah, from, from the premiere on <clears throat> to okay. the final episode. Yeah, um, so I, I uh, the first season of it was okay, but really when Rob Lowe joined the show, it became great. And he is one of the best characters on it. And he just, you know, he made every episode better and funnier. Well, he is incredibly funny. I, Case, we watched the show, The uh, the, the Grinder. Oh, man. Which I was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But just as a straight actor, Preston, the original... Um, Miniseries The Stand he was excellent in and uh, yeah. all that other stuff. But he's on the show now. I guess it's um, 911. Texas or something Texas, like right, that. Texas, right. Yeah. So there are things that happen on this show that you'd say the rest of the world must have found out about that, right? right. This isn't a 911 call. <laughs> this is a call the president called. Right, right. Speaking of uh, President, uh, Donald Trump is no longer a um, union brother of ours. Uh, he has resigned from Hollywood's labor union, SAG-AFTRA, in the lead-up to his trial for provoking an insurrection. On, in, uh, according to TMZ, what's that? In a related story, the SAG Award nominations came out. Did you see that? No! True, I did, yes. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, we, we hit so much awards st- show stuff yesterday. And no, 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 I understand. It's good news to us. It's just good we news get all, to us. We get all these copies. <laughs> Please of, indulge us. Oh. Yes. You know, and I think we should really celebrate by buying a $13,000 bottle of wine. I think you're right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he resigned from SAG-AFTRA in the lead-up to uh, his trial. Um, Why was he still in it? He had written uh, the, the to maybe act. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so uh, to be in, uh, I mean, he didn't have to be while he was in the White House. Honestly, but, what the hell are we doing in the Screen Actors Guild? Uh, but we sure. are. Well, but I mean, we, we, have to we work every day. So, yeah, like, but we're in the radio. No, I know. But I'm saying we, we work every day so I could see being a part of it. Like, if you're not 
an active. Uh, no, you're, you, if you're in, I don't know. You still have to pay dues, though. Yeah, right? like he's paying. I mean, listen, I'm not dues. specifically talking about him, but somebody who is, you know, would be paying dues but not really working. I, I think mean, sometimes you can uh, collect on residuals if you've been, if you stayed in SAG after. Oh, so yes. okay. he actually did collect some from, oh. from uh, The Apprentice and right. for um, Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2 and, right. and uh, Zoolander and a few others that he, he was in over the years. So there are benefits for staying in it. And uh, I mean, we're all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, health, uh, my health benefits come from SAG-AFTRA. Yeah. yeah. Well, yep. so I had a question about that, and maybe it's a question for a different time. But suppose, <laughs> or just us suppose, all here. yeah, I know. No, How do no, we no. get helium? Uh, no, but suppose I am no longer uh, on this radio show right. or employed by WMMR, and I don't work in radio anymore. And can I be kicked out of the union? Because probably. Okay. Well, yeah. I think if you pay the dues. I don't think you can stay in the union if you're not working for a union radio station. But I mean, I would think that the, yeah, no, that's true. But what true, if I wanted I, to be a quote unquote actor and I wanted perhaps. to be a, a SAG actor? You have to. I believe that you have to book. Like, if you just wanted to go out and be an actor, at least when it was uh, SAG was separate from AFTRA, mm-hmm. you had to book a certain amount in. Like, you know, I don't know what it was, but say like three years, you had to do at least one job. Okay, okay. and that, that could be a voiceover. Yeah. yeah, it could be voiceover. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, so we, Trump, we got your back. Thanks, Trump guys. had written, I no longer wish to be associated with your union. You have done nothing for me. Uh, the board of directors voted that he violated the union's uh, constitution following the insurrection. And they just sent back a uh, short thank you uh, after he had resigned. Um, They've done stuff for us. They, they give us free screeners. They do, which should be coming soon. <laughs> can, I, can I just tell you something real quick? Because I was really interested in this. Uh, yep. So apparently we, I got an email from somebody who works in Doylestown. And she said, Kathy, I've seen Yolanda at the Doylestown Starbucks and Gigi at the Buckingham Wawa. They live, down the, they live down the street from my office. I see them drive around in their black Range Rover. So please, okay. when the next time that they are there, please ask, ask them to them. Come, come on the President Steve show. Yeah. And, and they'll go, what? That's our favorite show. <laughs> yes. When the doula is helping Gigi deliver, that's what we're listening to. Please let them know. Um, let's see here. Uh, Samantha Markle's expose, which oh. is uh, billing itself as a secret spiller, will not be read by the Duchess herself. A source tells Vanity Fair she's ignoring it. Uh, Megan has not seen Samantha for years, so the secret idea... spiller is read by Matt Cowper. <laughs> that she uh, is awesome. worried about the book <laughs> is nonsense. Uh, Megan barely knows Samantha. They haven't seen each other for nearly 20 years. Meanwhile, she's considering some very serious book deals herself. Uh, and they are all up for consideration. Of course. Do you remember years ago when, like, books would come out and they, you know, they'd ripping the lid off and scandal and all this stuff and there'd be this big push. There's so much that gets pre-released online that the last time I can remember some a book really kicking up some sort of dirt like this was the Ronan Farrow book. Right. And, but they're f- they're fewer and farther between than they used to be. Agreed. All right, one last story. Steve, this is for you. Rapper Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty! And Mattel are teaming up on a feature adaptation of the popular children's game Uno. It's a movie. You lost the, me, I don't know. I know. The movie is described <laughs> as an action heist comedy set in the underground hip-hop world of Atlanta. Is Yachty, Uno a hip-hop game? Uh, Yachty is attached to produce with an eye to star in the movie. Um, Mattel's Robbie Brenner will executive produce. Brenner said Uno is a game that transcends generations and cultures, and we look forward to partnering with Lil Yachty uh. as well as with Coach P and Brian Sher to transform the classic Uno game into a comedic action adventure. Yachty himself said, I played Uno as a kid and still do today. 
So to spin that into a movie based on the Atlanta hip-hop scene I came out of is really special. It hits close to home for me. When you play that game, when you play Uno, do you often think of the Atlanta hip-hop scene? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I always hated that game. We I, I had a, a delightful neighbor growing up, had a, oh, this sweet woman with a Greek accent, and you'd go over, do you want to play Uno? No, I don't. You sweet, sweet woman. I hate this game. I uh, have always loved Uno. I saw a guy wearing a, a wild T-shirt yesterday. It's pretty interesting that you're talking about it right now because I saw it and I was like, man, I, I would love to have that T-shirt. Just what, you know, is it it, an Uno T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, the wild. Yeah. Oh, is that oh, the wild yeah. card? I thought yeah, it was, yeah, it's yeah. a wild shirt. He's wearing. Yeah. That is a wild shirt. Um, all right, so hey, we got. <laughs> Where'd you get that boss shirt? Hey, mister. We got movies opening this weekend, so let's, let's do it. All right, I got two movies to tell three movies to tell three? you. Three! We're going to start with uh, Malcolm and Marie. It's a drama starring Zendaya, John David Washington, and Kevin Turin. Uh, it's about a filmmaker and his girlfriend as they return home following a celebratory movie premiere as he awaits what's sure to be uh, imminent critical and financial success. The evening suddenly takes a turn as revelations about their relationship begin to surface, testing the strength of their love. Uh, hour and 46 minutes long. It's rated R, streaming on Netflix. It's got a 59% of Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, this has the, at least they claim they are the first movie that was completed under COVID restrictions. Okay. Uh, also opening is Minimata. Uh, it's a drama starring Johnny Depp, Bill Nye, and uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. Johnny Depp's getting work, huh? Yep. Uh, the plot is uh, war photographer W. Eugene Smith uh, travels to Japan where he documents the devastating effect of mercury poisoning in coastal communities. Hour and 55 minutes long, rated R, a limited theater release. It's uh, score at Rotten Tomatoes is 61%. And then the last movie I have is Falling. It stars Viggo Mortensen, Lance Henriksen, and Laura Lenny. It's her birthday today. Uh, plot is, uh, John, who lives with his partner Eric, and their daughter, uh, far from traditional rural life he left behind years ago, while in the early stages of dementia, John's father, Willis, is brought to live with them, causing a battle of wills over their refusal to change. Uh, running time is an hour and 52 minutes long. It's not rated. Available uh, on demand. And Rotten Tomatoes gives, <laughs> excuse me, gives it a 71% so far. It, it was directed by Viggo Mortensen, too. I think it was his directorial debut. Excellent. All right, we're ready for clips. Born a champion delves into the events of a former Marine preparing for a jiu-jitsu rematch against a bruising opponent who cheated during the first encounter. Cheater! In this clip, writer and star Sean Patrick Flannery talks about how much the film means to him. Here we go. It comes from the heart, and, and I don't say that lightly. I hope it's welcomed with open arms. At least, at least, at least people give it a try. I hope so, because it means the world to me. Uh, Born a Champion is streaming now on YouTube and Amazon Prime. Here's the next one. The Reagan family continues to work in the line of duty at the NYPD in season 11 of Blue Blood. Blood. <laughs> Dear God. I know, right? 
Uh, in this clip, star Bridget Moynihan discusses what they have in store for the new season. At the end of last season, we had a DA that was also getting into some trouble. So we're going to be dealing with that. So we're going to play that out. And then we had a new family mom member appear at the end of last season. So he is such a lovely actor. We're so lucky to have him. And it's been fun playing that out on screen. Blah, blah, blah. A uh, new episode of Blue Bloods airs tonight, 10 o'clock. That's on CBS. And that is my report. It was excellent. For February 5th, 2021. You folks. donked it. Thank you, ma'am. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in uh, just a moment. Today is the last day of No Sad Dough. Don't miss out. 8 o'clock, your first chance to win 500 bucks. We'll be right back. day filled with chicken wings, spinach dip, and those little cocktail weenies. But here at MMR, we've got a very different treat in mind. The new Foo Fighters album, Madison at Midnight, arrives this Friday. And to celebrate, MMR is having a Foo Per Bowl weekend. Okay. What? Someone was using Roll Bowl. We'll be playing a slew of Foo. New album tracks, deep cuts, the hits, interview clips, and more. Plus, plenty of chances to win the new LP. And tune in Sunday at 6 p.m. and enjoy MMR's halftime show. Foo Fighters, live in concert. Do you guys want another it's a Foo Per Bowl weekend from the station that can admit it also came up with Foo Brewery. 93.3 WMMR. Uh, you know what I, I think I want? I think I want a new junk drawer theme song. Oh, I, I kind of agree. Uh, I was thinking the same thing the other day, but I didn't want to bring it up because I know you're you're deeply uh, connected to Casey and the Sunshine Band. I know, I know I am, but I, I just had one in mind because I, I want to see if I could get a jingle. Maybe Kyle could make it uh, oh, for yeah. the junk drawer. Uh, but what is this song? Let's see if you guys can name this okay. tune because I don't know the name of it. It's an instrumental. I can name that tune. Oh, stop in it! Yeah, two notes. Do it. it goes. It goes. Uh, it's uh, uh, horns playing this. It's You know the song? Yes, right? absolutely. Wait, wait. I think that'd be a great. Yeah. I love that. Remix. If anyone knows, it's a common. I'm sure someone. It's it's a come on. If anybody time, we'll get the text. If anybody knows, text over or there's a vocal part to it too. There is. There is. In fact, there was a remake that was yeah. done of it um, by a group called Swing Out Sister. I can't believe I yes, remember the name. Of I that love group. that band. Right? I, I done Swing Out Sister. <laughs> you remember that? I do. Are are are, are you the same <laughs> thing? Are you the same? Breakout! 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 Now I don't know if that's the name of the original because that was a remake of it. Okay. Um. But we'll see. Because it's I not think... because I got high by my Afro man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Good guess. Close. Uh, I, I want to see if... Uh, that might be a fun <laughs> junk drawer song. <laughs> Whereas if you can find a uh, breakout from Swing Out Sister. But in the meantime, let's play the old Casey and Sunshine Band in case we decide to retire it. But Because well, I do want to go to the junk drawer. What? You know it would know, be another good one, which I've been listening to? The Burt Bacharach music. 
Yeah. Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass from the original Casino Royale. Okay. Um, if if you can find that, it's the original theme as well from from the original Casino Royale. Burt Bagrack and Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. And it's it's uh you you wouldn't you would recognize the piece of music, Preston. All right, a lot of people are texting, and the one the, the one I was singing is "Soulful Strut" by okay. uh, the Young Holt Orchestra. So that's probably the original. That's it. And then Swing Out Sister did the Lester a, Holt Orchestra uh, <laughs> did a, a cover and wrote lyrics to it. Um, soulful, soulful, soulful strut. strut. All right, okay. Soulful Strut, Young Holt Orchestra. Name a Kirk, a Turk, and a jerk. All right, I'm writing that down. Okay. Somebody, somebody said, "Is is it Bal Jovi?" <laughs> no, Bal Jovi did not do instrumentals. No. Somebody says the old pinball tune from Sesame Street. I remember that no. animation. That goes it, one, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I was thinking, what's pin? What was the pinwheel song? Was that a, that was a different pinwheel show? Pinwheel spinning around. Stop it. My pinwheel and 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 I don't remember that. Do was that a different, was that a show? That was Nickelodeon. What was that? That was a show though, right? Yeah, or was, was. that just the it's song? It's called Pinwheel. Uh, it might have been called Pinwheel. Pin- yeah, I think it was. With Wink Martindale. It was not with Wink Hey, maybe, is it Breakout or Am I the Same Girl is the name? All right, am listen. I the Same Girl? That's Breakout was another was. swing out. Sister, Sister song. song. Yeah. <laughs> I dug, dug that whole period. Yeah, Marissa, wrong song. Am okay. I the same girl? Marissa's gone. I think she quit. No, she's, no, she's, there. she's right there. Oh, she's okay. just so tiny. <laughs> Disappeared. Okay. Put her on her book. I'm still here. <laughs> Get her a phone book to yeah. sit on. Am I the same girl? I think that's it. All right. Am I Marissa's got work to do. Okay, come on. Uh, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to really hate this music. Wait a second. Uh, I think we got it. Right. Do we? It, well, All right. I mean. What do we have? Uh, we have the breakout. Right, let's, okay, hang on. No, that's not it. Like but that this that's a good song. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Total early 90s. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to, like, blast this on my car ride home. Great. Let it get to the park. Come on. Great. Wait, this is the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't the... Uh, That's a, that's a good right. song. I'm, I'm happier already just from hearing that. You All know right. that song's about the Sharon Tate killing. Oh, my no, God. No, okay. I didn't know that. Dude, that's terrible. Okay. What, There's Casey? another song that I've been trying to find. I just don't know. It might be called Follow Me. Nick, do you remember it? It was when we were in high school. It had to have been probably around 1991-ish. Mm. Follow me. Uh, won't Is you it an follow R&D song? me? Yeah. Uh, no. To yeah. a place where we can be free. Yeah. Do you remember that know. one? I, no. I'm not remembering that one. case. that was like a local. Do you know what? Now, honestly, uh, there is a new Google function that they've modified for the very purpose of you singing and or humming the melody right. into your phone, and it can be fairly accurate. You might want to give that a shot. Yeah. Yep. That might be worth doing, Case. I still want to find out about Pinwheel, Kathy. I don't think the name of the no, show it, was... No, it was the name of the show, Pinwheel. Was it? All right. Yeah. All right, that was All right here we go. Show. Here's Soul for Strut. Here All we right. go. Okay. Yeah, it goes after this. This it? No, right after, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's a little slower than Casey and the okay. Sunshine Band. Yeah, but it's got to start there. 
Maybe. Okay. I mean, can, yeah, and listen to the Casino Royale theme if she happens to and, find it. And I do, I do want to hear the the Swing Out Sister version uh, as well, Marissa. I can't uh, hear you guys because I'm dumping down the uh, Swing Out Sister version. It's coming. It's better. Right. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. All right. So that might be the one. All right. So you got work to do, young lady. She's, yeah. got, uh, she's in overtime. All right, here. So we're getting into the junk drawer. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. So, and I'll, we'll play the other version as it comes along. Uh, a dove formerly owned by Prince has passed away. Aww. Yeah. Well, you know, he was big into the doves when doves cry. Of course. Uh, but I didn't know that he had, you know, well, this particular dove was named Divinity. Yeah. Female white dove owned by Prince. She died on Tuesday following a recent decline in her health due to her age. She was 28 years old. That is an exceptionally oh. old dove. Yes. Yeah. I had a cat that lived to 22, and that seemed like an eternity. Uh, for a pet uh, lifespan, yes. but listen, I know that some uh, birds like uh, African greys and so on can live for like 80 years. Absolutely. But they I didn't usually think a, outlive their owners. But I didn't think a dove had that kind of a uh, a shelf life, for lack of a better I term. I in the purifying waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> and that's that must have been what, what I attribute it. my longevity to. Well, longevity for divinity. Uh, following Prince's death in 2016, divinity remained at his Paisley Park and could be seen during the tours of his former estate. Divinity conducted the tours. According to the executive director of the Paisley Park, uh, tours said divinity's beautiful coup has welcomed visitors since Paisley Park first opened its gates to the public in October 2016. <laughs> <clears throat> she was one of the enduring links to Prince for thousands of fans. She will be missed. I would love to go to Paisley Park. Me I, too. I, I read um, uh, there was a really, really fascinating article. Prince started writing an autobiography, and he, he hired a writer to help yeah. him write it. And so uh, a year or so before he died, the writing process began, and the writer spent a lot of time in Paisley Park. And uh, I've gained so much more of an appreciation for Prince after his death, which makes me feel guilty for some weird reason. But uh, just everything that went into Paisley Park and his life uh, is really amazing. I was just watching a a replay of uh, uh, yesterday of him at the Super Bowl when he did the halftime. It was awesome. Yeah, and uh, um, his version, uh, along with Danny Harrison and and Tom Petty of While My Guitar Gently Weaves from Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony years ago, is just unbelievably great. The outside of Paisley Park looks like a looks like, like a, a school a, or a yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you would not, like you would that. have no idea. What I haven't seen are pictures of the inside. It's pretty amazing. I mean, um, it's like a modern Graceland. Like it, it's Prince it, it, through and through. Our old boss is, has been to parties there, Jim McGuinn, because he's wow. a program director in, in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and that's where it is. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, elevator inside yeah. and all the whole deal. Yeah. Uh, so in addition to Divinity, Prince also owned a dove named Majesty, which, according to reports, uh, were quiet. Uh, both of them were quiet in the immediate days following his death, but they perked up after hearing his music. And I want to talk. And a new generation of doves will continue to live on. This in... is what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> 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 I'm going to throw up! That's what it sounds That's like. That's what it sounds when like. doves cry. Yeah. <laughs> they were upset about Prince's death. <laughs> Oh, my God. Hey, are doves the same things as pigeons? No. No? no? They're related. Close. They are related. Yeah, they're in the yeah. same bird family. <laughs> That's what I mean. If yeah. you look at their license, there's yeah. a delineation. Okay. 
We used to, my dad and I used to go dove hunting regularly. We used to blast those things out of the sky. Dude, I mean, come Memories. on. We'd eat them. But, I know, you but know. still, it's like puppy hunting. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice and cute and peaceful. They're different than the ones that you see. They're, okay. They're, yeah, they're, 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 they're great. They're they great colored ones. They kill families. Yes. They are all tatted up. service to the families of Kentucky. They are literally the symbol for peace, however. Yes. It's completely eaten by a dove today. <laughs> Son, we got work to do. Uh, we beat it to death with with, with an olive, olive branch. branch. <laughs> <laughs> a new generation of doves will continue to live on in her spirit at Paisley Park. Let me find they another. They flushed it down the toilet. Let me find another story. No, we, play, we don't play this every time I go to a new story. This is the soulful sister. Oh, I mean, swing, they, uh, swing out, out sister. sister. Yeah, it's a little better. Better production. So we'll. Uh, Why don't you it's a good song. Bill should add it. <laughs> I gotta write that down. Sorry, I'm writing this down to add to a playlist of mine. Same girl. Yeah, okay. Alright, so Ford is increasing its investment in electric and autonomous vehicles to $29 billion. Wow. Uh, the automaker had previously committed to spend... A- $11.5 billion on electrifying its vehicle lineup through 2022. And now Ford says it'll spend double that amount while extending the timeline to 2025. Uh, the automaker will spend $7 billion on autonomous vehicles and $22 billion on electric ones. That $22 billion includes $7 billion that the company has already spent since 2016. I saw some pushback on, on GM and Ford going electric recently, and... It's just where the market's going. I mean, you know, yeah. Elon Musk is either the richest or second richest person in the world, depending on the week, because of electric vehicles in large part. You know, Tesla has a huge market share now. So GM and Ford are just following where where the money is going. It's, listen, even I'm considering. And, and of course. It, you, look, you look at, there's, uh, you, uh, Everything has it all has an environmental impact. Yeah. The production, you know, and but it's, this it's, is it's, market it's, driven. I mean, it, this it's is even not, less that. It's It's that. Like I like I did the I did the thinking in my mind and I was like I don't know do I want an electric car because you know uh, will there be places to charge and so so forth I realized that every time I'd be going home my home is a service station exactly. a gas station, a gas right station. yep and so to me I'm like well that kind of makes sense then uh, yeah. you know um, and and so um, yeah that's why it has but the thing that got over the hump for a lot of people was they you know they instead of making them look like these boxy pieces of crap right. Tesla had the vision to make them look. You know, slick. They, they. I still think they have a ways to go in that regard, and can. I mean, I think it opens up so many possibilities for um, design um, that they haven't considered yet. And I, I'm kind of waiting for them to hash it out. I think I'll eventually get there. The e-tron sedan, the one that the Audi is is that Tony Stark drives in Endgame, slick freaking car. Well, I also don't want to pay over $100,000 for one don't as well. Don't get so, this car. Yeah, I won't get that. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm waiting for more companies like Ford to spend some time, tinker around with these things. Other companies get other ideas from what other yeah. companies do, and then eventually I'll probably come around to doing that too. The picture up in the studio is not the e-tron sedan. It's the, uh, yeah, if you can find Another the, looking now. Good yeah. looking Audi though. Um, so anyhow, uh, Ford said a majority of vehicles it plans on producing will be battery electric vehicles, but the company also has hybrid and plug-in hybrid models. Hybrid was always something that, that was attractive to me, too. So you had the option. 
You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they plan on unveiling an electric version of the um, F-150 pickup later on this year. Would you get a, a car that actually had a coal-burning port inside of it that you could... <laughs> just to, so you had that option of shoveling that in there? Like a locomotive. Up, like a locomotive. Okay. <laughs> By the way, Ford also said that it will be cutting shifts at uh, two of its U.S. manufacturing plants this week. And it's due... We are talking about this with the PS5... Uh, uh, the other day, due to the worldwide chip shortage uh, that has also impacted other automakers. Uh, so starting on Monday, Ford's going to cut shifts at its Dearborn, Michigan facility, uh, going down to one shift per day. It's also cutting shifts in Kansas City as well, going down to two shifts per day. Both that's plants produce the F-150 pickup. But, yeah, it's it's the domino effect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what's happened. But it's because of um, the chips that are needed to produce the cars. Uh, so they are... Every time you to, say chips, I get hungry. I know. Uh, so th- there's a few others that are going to have to, uh, follow suit as well. Um, some automakers like Nissan, Fiat, Chrysler have been impacted by the chip shortage. So it's just kind of going around. Uh, all right. Let me see. What else? <laughs> I'm sorry. You can get oh a goat God. power car too. What was in there? Sometimes there's a mousetrap. Sometimes there's a sheep in there. Yep. Um, sorry. There's all kinds of stuff in the... Junk drawer. All right, this, there's a sheep in there. <laughs> this one I wanted to get to. A roller coaster now under development in the Middle East is set to smash existing records for speed, height, and track length. Wait till you hear this. It's called the Falcon's Flight, and it will be the main attraction of Six Flags Kadia, I guess is how you pronounce this, is due to open in Saudi Arabia um, outside of the capital of uh, Ri- Riyadh yes. uh, in 2023. Uh, the coaster will travel across about uh, two and a half miles of track. Riders will experience the thrill of diving over a vertical cliff into a 525-foot drop, a valley, thanks to the use of magnetic motor acceleration and achieve unprecedented speeds of about 155 miles per no. hour. Oh, 155 Woo! miles an hour. Now, they did a test run with a test track. And the people on it sucked their hands up when they went over the loop and their arms snapped off. Wow. <laughs> the Falcon's flight will also be the world's tallest freestanding coaster structure featuring a, and I love this, a parabolic airtime hill allowing a weightlessness uh, airtime experience like a really big one, Steve. So when you get that, and you, what's your favorite coaster over at Great Adventure? You talk about it. It's the Man, one. Man, uh, and, well. And, and you, you get a little bit of that lift. Oh, Nitro. Nitro. Nitro has all that negative G lift yes. on it. One, yeah. of my, one of my favorites, though, is El Toro as well, which is more traditional, but really big, badass roller coaster yeah. with a couple of huge drops. But if you want to get that negative G Nitro is awesome, man. I'll tell you what, again, I'll say this, and when you get the chance to do it, do Hagrid's ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, did you do it? Yeah. It's so awesome. effing good because what you what you get is the converse. You get the, the push down because you're, you're taking hard corners. Right. But you're sitting up like I was sitting up on the motorcycle part of it. So you're not like, I mean, you're strapped in, yeah. obviously, but you feel like you're not. Everything, you know, yeah. your, your around you. are yeah. free to go and... Well, it's kind of like a nitro as well. It's it's you don't sit in a regular seat. It's uh, they put this thing over over your lap, and you're okay. not. It doesn't come over your shoulders, yeah. and you feel like, dear God, I could fly out of this thing. But yeah. it's part of the excitement of it, you yeah. know. Um, so uh, as for the park, uh, let's see. There will be 28 rides and attractions across six themed lands at this particular Six Flags are building. So the current holder of the world's fastest roller coaster title. Is called the Formula Rosa. It is at the Ferrari World Abu Dhabi in the uh, United Arab Emirates. 
Now, that travels at 149 miles an hour. That's already pretty freaking fast. The current world's tallest coaster made of steel Right down the street, King Dakar is still no, the largest Dekai, one. Huh? Yep. Wow, dude! Sometimes I love that. Ride. When it Me takes too. off, it won't even get all the way up to the top. No, it won't make it. You're yeah. right. Yeah, it, it'll slide back the other way. Yep. Do you know that it's that, got these brakes that keep it from coming all the way back, which is interesting. The world's fastest teacup ride mm. spins at 180 miles an hour. <laughs> By the way, the one thing that sounds really cool about this particular roller coaster is that it will be about a three minute ride. That's a pretty That's long a yeah. ride for yeah, a roller coaster. Yeah. That's one of my. I wonder. <clears throat> yeah, you wait I for w- two and a half hours, and then yeah. you got thirty seconds on a ride. I do wonder if it's a double edged sword, though. I wonder what would be like because <clears throat> I've got on rides over and over and over again. So yep. I've got the experience, which you, you know, you get off and you do, you do the deal. Um, I wonder if the mechanics, if that duration is also based on endurance, like. You know, can you handle at eight it? Minutes would, would yeah. you be? Would yeah. it be too much? Yeah. I think that yeah. might. Uh, you know, besides the physical part of being able to build something that large, yeah, um, yeah. Would would the human body be able to withstand some <laughs> right. of that stuff for that? Or the average person be able right. to handle that? Uh, but King Ka is still the tallest at four hundred and fifty six feet. King Ka has. There's something now within King Ka, right? As you go up and loop over. Isn't there something in the? I think oh, the, there... I thought there was a ride on the side of it that that goes straight up and down, okay. like a drop yeah, ride. Yeah, I don't. I'm not kind of like a can drop ride. It sounds familiar. Yes. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. But this one is going to smash that record. So 456 feet at Canaan Cod. This thing will be 525 feet. Man, That's pretty amazing. Um, and the longest roller coaster on the planet right now is Steel Dragon 2000. Uh, and that's in Japan, and that is about 1.54 miles. So this one will beat. All of that. I stuff. can't effing wait for to you know. Listen, we have some. We have Dorney Park. We have Hershey. We have Great and, and solid coasters. Yeah. All of oh, one of my favorite. I love Steel Force at Dorney. And, it's uh, great, Casey. Did I go in with you? Because we did those um the Halloween. Um, That's the best nights. time to do. It. I'd love to, to take Halloween. a roller coaster yeah. ride at night. It's so much fun, and yeah. uh, you know, it's just one of the. I don't know if it's a secret or not, but when you go up and you do those um you know those haunted events that they have at Dorney, you can still do the ride. Yeah, yep. We need that again. Uh-huh. Well, I have a picture of us on Steel Force right oh, here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see. It's on Casey's uh, uh, cabinet here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, hang on a second here. Marissa just handed this to me. Six Flags adds last piece of track to record roller coaster Jersey Devil. Uh, stretching over 3,000 feet and reaching speeds of 58 miles per hour, it is being billed as the world's tallest, longest, and fastest single rail Coaster. I don't know what a single a rail single coaster. rail. A Interesting. Rail. Uh, so uh, has that opened yet? Uh, no. It says uh, some point later this year. Okay. Oh. Um, so it's called Jersey Devil. That's a cool name though. Are you hanging from below it? I don't know. I don't think so. It would have said uh, uh, I forgot what you call that. Um, like the uh, uh, the, bat- the Batman ride, the hanger. <laughs> hangers. <laughs> yeah, a couple of hangers. Uh, um, Steve, the one that you were talking about is called the Drop of Doom, and it's called Zumanjaro, and it is. It's a free fall within. King Daka. Okay. So you go okay. up the side of King Daka and then it drops you down. There are three tracks, it looks like. All right. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. There's a trend. Uh, it is a fashion trend, and it's the dark under eye circles. <laughs> and it all started in December of last year when model and creator Sarah Karstens swiped brownish lipstick beneath her eyes in a TikTok post. In an interview, she said the entire goal is to normalize dark circles. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, <laughs> looking look tired. Like I'm starting a fashion trend called unwiped ass. Uh, her, <laughs> uh, Itchy. Her post 
has been viewed over 7 million times since it was posted and is circulated on other social media platforms who, as well. Who is it? Her name is Sarah Karstens. Uh, and models, makeup artists, and other content creators have also created similar videos. Makeup artist Abby Roberts uh, told the New York Times, every few years we have something like this uh, where people get sick of beauty standards and kind of rebel. Uh-huh. Uh, comments and then on they these, realize they were right the first time. Comments on these videos range uh, from di- relief to disbelief uh, to offended, so on. You know what's funny about fashion trends and so on? Uh, our buddy Mark Summers posted a, a throwback picture of him from, it was either late 1960s oh, or 70s, funny. and he had these huge mutton chops <laughs> and, you know, long kind yeah, of yeah. uncumped hair, and, and he just wrote... What the hell were we thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is what I think down the road, some of these beard things and, and some of these trends that we see now, and they look great. And especially, I forgot what, I was watching Cobra Kai, and one of the characters has his hair, you know, straight up. Yes. Uh, and, and looks kind of goofy. I'm like, man, when he, in, in his 30s and 40s, he's going to look back and go, God, what were we thinking? But listen, same thing for me. I, I have ridiculous hair when I was younger. It's just every generation has their thing. And then you look back on it 25, 30 years later and go, wow, that was pretty stupid. Can, but it is what it is. There are some perennials that seem to slide through mm-hmm. every iteration of hair, mm-hmm. like like a, a, a fairly close cropped haircut that defies, you know, style can can not won't embarrass you down the road. But you, you're finding yourself. So you try different things. Yeah. We're looking at the at this girl that did the dark circles under her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that seems about I right. mean, just looking at her facial expression like what? She That's is, what it's like. What? She's a young, pretty girl, and she's just putting a teeny bit of makeup on underneath her eyes to make her look like, basically, like she's a, a mom who hasn't gotten enough sleep. No, right. it doesn't look like that. If you, like, do deep, dark circles with firmly entrenched wrinkles, right. that's what you want to do. This this right here looks like... She, she just took, like, a brand, whatever it was, a brown lipstick, she put a, a, and then a tiny bit on and then rubbed it in. So it literally looks like, it looks like, looks like me right now. She's really pretty, but she's... Uh, you know, retching, resting bitch face kind of pretty. Well, th- this isn't her. Oh, it oh, isn't? This oh, is her mother. <laughs> this is wow, her mom. her mother no. looks 16. The one, you, the one you were looking at on Nick's computer, that's uh, her. Okay. Uh, do you remember, like, uh, heroin chic when that yeah. was a thing? Oh, yes. Yeah. So that's... this is what this is kind of reminiscent yeah. of to me. And it was to, to, to purposely look... Kind of beat up, I guess. Yeah, wiped out, or I, you know, I, I don't uh, want to look like that. I don't either. <laughs> I, I try to not. I try to purposely avoid looking like that. But anyhow, I guess it's, a, I guess it's a thing. I don't know whether I'm going to the spa today to so that I can come out and not look like that <laughs> to avoid those. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so we'll see if it sticks or not. Do I have time for one more? Yeah, a little tiny one. All right, um, so here, this is a story of a woman, uh, 23-year-old uh, Dakota Lane, uh, Dakota from, Lane from Australia. Yeah, I'm just giving her a name yeah. to give some reference here. Uh, she got a tiny L tattooed on her left hand and a tiny R tattooed on her right hand. <laughs> and she said it's a permanent solution to her ongoing issue of telling her right from her left. She has trouble with that? That's yeah. Funny. And you know what? Um do you? So, no, I oh. don't, but sometimes Rochelle says, yeah, it's on the left, and it's clearly oh, on the right, right. and it's happened enough wow. times where I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> is everything okay? Is there a little bit of dyslexia there? No. Uh, no. My son does it. Okay. My son is really capable, really yeah. smart. He's, he's super intelligent. Great grades. Yeah. He, he can't distinguish between his left and his right, and he's he's 14 years old. Yeah. I th- You know what I think it is, personally? I think it's sometimes you second guess 
if you're telling someone it's on your left. I think so. You know what I mean? And I think he gets flustered and has to make the decision, are, are we going left or are we going right? And his brain right. kind of freezes for a second. Yeah. And yeah. he can't distinguish between well, the two. I and think that's what happens when, with Rochelle. When he actually thinks it out and, and then he, like, he actually knows what's the, you know, what the left and the right are. But like, on the spot decision, immediately he has trouble with it. Yeah. Well, they didn't do the intense training that we did. I don't know if you did it, but in, in, uh, in school, in gym, we took square dancing. And the whole purpose of that was to teach you your left from your right. Oh, really? Right? And it was the like, and I remember even as a kid going, "Why square dancing? Yeah. <laughs> why? Alaman left? Yeah, that's why. Do si do. You know what I think of when I hear this, Steve? Is is the movie Glory? Yeah. Uh, when the the one uh, uh, guy who who has a little bit of a stutter. Yeah. Uh, they're they're you know they're first learning the the drilling and 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 the, the master sergeant is like, do you not know your left? From Super your right? hard ass. No. He's a badass and he and he just stomps on yeah. his foot and he's like. Your left foot, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, dude, yeah. yeah. I'm so guilty of this, especially driving. And I think you guys should help me figure out why, because I've never really considered it. But um, when I'm giving someone directions, I'm thinking like, where are we going? I'm going to point that way, and then I don't bother to think about if it's right or left. So I'll like, I'll point, and I'll be like, oh, uh, turn left here, turn left here. But I'm pointing right, yeah, all the time. And well, I think that's it because I'm more thinking about the directions and am I pointing the wrong right way? Uh, and then I don't bother about the word. Every time I say left or right, I'm seeing I'm see my hands, and mm-hmm. then even if I'm not, my hands aren't. I'm looking at my hands, left, right, left, right, because that's how you know you were learn, you were taught that as a kid. Yeah, I would always think of if if for some reason I did have a moment of confusion, which yeah. is as simple as left and right is. From time to time, it will happen. I'll think, all right, which hand do I hold a pen in? Right, there you go. There we go. You know, do you, have, do you have people who are completely unaware of direction? East, west, north, and south. Uh, you know who cannot who cannot fix themselves. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's one I need to. I'm okay with left and right, but that I need to think about. I, I get it yeah. right, but I have to think first. Yeah. My buddy's wife is that way. Like literally, where is where's California? <laughs> and and you know, west. to the west, right? Yeah. I when I when I do have when when I'm confused about you know where geographically something is. I have a picture in my mind of yeah. the United States. As do I. Canada's <clears throat> north, Mexico's south. Uh, and and that's up and down. Obviously, Italy's right in the middle. And then uh, California's to the left. New York or Philadelphia is to the right. right. And, that, and so I know they're east and west. And so I just do a quick. It's it's instantaneous. So but, right right now, point to where California is. Uh, it's that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> that. The sun's over here. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. that way. At what yeah. point does east is that become real? west? Yes. Yeah. What's that? Uh, like you, that's right. You're, yeah, you're right. California right. is that way. Yeah, of course, so the sun's is. over there. Yeah. yeah. So what does that mean? What does the sun is? It's rising in the east, <laughs> and, oh. and, and, and so California <laughs> is the west. So, there you, go. so you know what I do? Uh, <laughs> and if I'm on a road, and and you know, I know I have to be going. If I'm heading to the shore, right, and I right. and I'm taking like back roads or whatever it is, I know that yeah. I I have to go east. But I say to myself, never eat shredded wheat. <laughs> North, never east, eat, southwest. Uh, never eat shredded, eat shredded wheat. wheat. I'm like, oh, east, right? Yeah. We're going to the shore. Go east. Oh, so you do clockwise around. Never east. Never, never eat, eat shredded, shredded wheat. wheat. And I know I'm going to the shore, and I know I have to go east. I do. So but th- shredded wheat's good. It is. <laughs> I, 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 I do love it, Preston. I would hate that. I do DBDA. Oh, dear God. <laughs> right? Huh. That's different. No. My, That's another thing. So my mom always, I don't know if that was school or if that was my mom, but um, some of them, you know, like the, uh, my Dear Aunt Sally or whatever the heck oh, that was yeah. for um for Matt. Hurry, girls get sore. No, stop. But my mom always put meanings like that on things, so that's how I remember. The mnemonic it. devices, mnemonic and devices. They're, they're yes. always they, yeah. they, we, they're great. There, there's a standard part of learning when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my mom did it for 
everything. Like yeah. when I was taking a test, if I couldn't remember something, if she was quizzing me and I couldn't remember something, she'd be like, okay, hey, think apples. Yeah. And, you know, and she would put something. The on worst it. was Gary Busey for a while. He was on oh, that yeah. uh, yeah, tr- uh, Truth telling reality under. <laughs> oh, knock it off. I remember that. You know what? That is a topic for another time. Okay. Demonic devices. Because I have stuff I still remember from yeah. grade school. Oh, yeah. Uh, that we'll have to get to. But uh, real quick, a lot of people uh, are are calling in about the left We right need to thing. find out about uh, Do we have enough time? We do not. Can we revisit this? Can we just this? keep going? Hey, if you want to keep going. I yeah, want to keep going. We have yeah. a guest uh, not till 930. So, yeah. yeah we okay. can go all the way to 930. Uh, no, we can't oh, do we that. Can't? We right. have commercials that we have to play. But uh, hang on a second. I'm going to go to um, Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Good morning. It. Good morning, it, Dave. What's up, man? Oh, this is awesome. So when I'm in the car with my wife, she's really horrible. Everything is <laughs> my door or your door. The yeah. door left and right. Yeah. Really? I've heard and, that. And also when she does the little turnarounds, you know, those roundabouts, it's a jute jute. She calls it a jute jute. Take the jute jute. A jute jute? <laughs> turnaround is a jute jute. Okie dokie. Do when you're but driving, my door, your door. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. my 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 mom will use that. Okay, thanks, man. Wow. Okay. Wow. Instead of left or right. And do you have do you have people like when who can't get the concept of stage right, stage left? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I have to I have to guess it too. When I'm facing a stage, yeah. I'll be like, okay, it's opposite of that, right. you know, because it's when you're on stage, left or right. You know, right. if they say exit, there's a there's a, an album from Rush called Exit Stage Left because when they would get done, they would go off to the left, and but that's okay, where they so, would leave. So if you're on stage, it's the performer's left. vantage point. Yes. Okay. Uh, so if you're facing the audience, stage left would be my right. Your, your face, yeah, correct. Where because you're facing Got me it. right now. Okay. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, let me go to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning, it. This is Jackie from Spring Mountain. Good morning. Oh, hi, Jackie, Jackie hi, from Jackie. Spring Mountain. Jackie from Spring Mountain. Wait, Jackie, are you one of the people that runs the place? Am I what? Are you one of the people that runs the place? I don't run the place, no. Uh, oh. I, I, I don't. Her name's Katie. Oh. But you... I have to say um, that the um, left and right tattoo is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Ah, okay. And I'm sorry to Rochelle and to Nick's son. But if you use your, I'm left-handed. If you use oh, your see. index finger and you take your index finger and your thumb, mm-hmm. it makes the letter L. Yes. Yeah. Your left hand. So okay. That would be left so hand. It, so your a tattoo um, for L and R is really, I think, the dumbest thing I've ever. Well, heard. what about removing a finger on one hand to remind to you? To remind you that's <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't. Yeah. So I guess if you don't have, I a get thumb, that. You would just go straight. Yeah. Uh, that was so that so people looking at their fi- you're saying I'm holding out my my uh, thumb and well, my index finger and in the left hand is the letter it's L. Is the L. L. Okay, L. okay. Yeah. that's a good one to it know. Makes, it makes the letter L instead of getting your tattoos. Yeah. All right, thank you, Jackie. See you this week, Jackie. Say hi to Spring Mountain. I would get the tattoo of the directions on your hand so you know. <laughs> I tried to teach that, the, the L, yeah. to Jace, and he was like, yeah, but the other one makes an L, too. It's just backwards. I'm like, no, so that's your right hand. He's like, I don't get it. <laughs> did he hold the L Did he hold the L up to his forehead? Yeah, and yeah. look at me. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. You got, if you do the hand up your forehead, you got to hold your right hand up <laughs> because it's the opposite. <laughs> yep, and you'll look like it. You'll be the loser. Yeah, who's it? Uh, let me go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Bitches, good morning. <laughs> What's up, bitch? <laughs> so, I am dyslexic, and when I was younger, I had to take dance class because that helped me learn my left from my right. Okay. Not only from the teacher, but also looking in the mirror, it helped me 
figure out my left from my right, and I still kind of use those methods today. And Amy, did, did did they have you do? Did they have you do square dancing? <laughs> no, thankfully I did not do. Square oh Christ! Dancing. I hated. I they did bring out the uh, the record player, and I was like, oh, here we go. Play the Red River Valley. Yeah. Did you have to do? We had to dance to the Red River oh, yeah, Valley. Yeah, I'll never standard. forget that. Because we always thought it was like, we always made a menstrual joke about it when I was a kid. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for your call, Amy. Uh, by the way, speaking to Jackie, who just called in, um, this gal, uh, um, Dakota Elaine, who got the tattoo, said it started as a joke, but it's actually super useful, and I don't look dumb making an L with my fingers to figure it out. Uh. So she already took that into consideration. But if you are dyslexic, yeah, that it might be, you know, a help might be tough for you. Uh, let me go to, uh, Tony. Hi, Tony. Good morning. Morning, guys. What's so, up, buddy? Every time we're driving down the road, I'll say, uh, my wife will drive and I'll say, look, we need to make a left here. And you'll hear my son in the back go, here we go. We're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife will put her knee on the steering wheel, put both of her hands up like Kathy said, to make the hell. Make the L. And then make see what one is the correct way and then put her turn signal on. <laughs> It's wow. funny. It's funny. Thanks for your call, by the way. It's funny how like a fifty-fifty thing like that yeah. can can mess with you for your entire life. Yeah, because you just you, you get indecisive about it. Am I making the right decision? Am I right about that? So stop and think about the conversion from left and right to your signal. You your left is going to be down. Yeah, and right is going to be up. Yeah. So now you're taking a left and right and making a vertical. Conversion. I I guess I do uh, a quick bit of calculation in my mind that if the if the uh, the lever were actually straight up and down, yeah, yeah, that that m- right. motion would be to the left and right, and you've just moved it down this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're yeah. flipping it up. Yeah. 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 Uh, I will go next to Christy. Hi, Christy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. What's up, Christy? I was saying how. Whenever I open a jar or if I have to, like, use a screwdriver, I always have to say lefty, loosey, righty, tight. Yeah, that yeah. is an essential yeah. for me. I do oh, it all the time, yeah, I do too. especially if you're, if you're uh, you know, reaching under and doing something or oh, you're yeah. on your back. Yeah. 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 Then it's like, right. oh, man, yeah. is that right or left? <laughs> well, you know what's really, what, really going to mess you up is when you're putting pedals on a bicycle. Yeah. Okay. One of the pedals actually screws on lefty, loosey. The other pedal screws oh, on right and tighty. tighty. Okay. And I don't know why that is. The same thing for the uh, Bath & Body uh, air fresheners that you plug into the wall, the plug-ins. Really? <laughs> yes. To put, So you'll sit there uh, turning right, 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 right the whole time. <laughs> I was like, man, I, the, did I strip the screw here? Yeah. Right. You know, I, yeah. and I, for like a long time. And I don't know why... I don't know why that is. I wonder if it's... I well, don't know. For, for the longest time, propane... Used to be a Opposite. left tight and a right loose. Yes, and it was because of, and, and I'm going to get this wrong, but it essentially was to ensure that that um, whoever was was hooking these things up wasn't putting the wrong thing on there and avoiding some type oh. of, of danger, so you oh. wouldn't accidentally oh. hook up propane to something else. Right. Yeah. I forgot mm. what it would, but it, but it was purposely done for that reason. But apparently, it became a bit of an antiquated concept, and now they're they're right tight, left loose. Well, do you know that holds true? We were talking about the color of gas cans case, yeah. and that blue 
Blue is kerosene. Kerosene, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and no. I just, when I was getting a, a gas can for my uh, power washer, I was like, oh, a blue gas can. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I like the way that looks. And then I took it to the gas station, and the guy wouldn't fill it with gas for me. Right. I have I have a kerosene heater at yeah. home, and so the, the, the fuel is in a blue container, and I, I found it out when I bought that. So, Preston, I just looked up this propane <laughs> thing that you were talking about, and yes, it has changed, but one of the uh, other rules that they apply to when being around a propane tank and refilling it is no smoking. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. Rule number one. Oh, and those connectors are made of brass because they don't cause sparks. Oh. Uh, so that's why that's why you see that different colored uh, nozzle on there. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to Joe. And by the way, we're t- about two minutes away from uh, the uh, no sad dough. Uh, hey, Joe, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. Nah, bud. What's your story? When I went to boot camp in the Navy back in 1974, I couldn't remember my left from my right, which is really tough when you're marching. Yeah. And they say, you know, right flank, left flank, so on and so forth. Yeah. So the company commander, which is the Navy's uh, equivalent of a drill instructor, he put a rock in my right hand <laughs> and got about six inches from my face and screaming, that's your right. Yeah. So I was fine until they had us start marching with rifles. And you had to do right shoulder arms and left shoulder arms. <laughs> so at that point, I had to drop the rock, and I was totally screwed. Oh, oh man. You're like Private Pile, dude. Yeah, yeah. but remember, yeah. Yeah, he became a sharpshooter. Oh. Remember that? He did. And he did some wonderful things in that bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, all right. Uh, yeah. Hey, is, is it all cleared up for you now, though, Joe? Oh, yeah, I'm fine now. But, you know, I also work on motorcycles, and what Steve says, I have a hard time, if I'm reaching under a motorcycle, and yeah. I'm you know, like, standing upright, yeah. I have a hard time sometimes thinking, which way do I need to turn this <laughs> Exactly, yeah. exactly. Final thing, is, final thing is, on bicycles, left-hand pedals are a left thread, so left is tight on those. And the reason is, is because of the way the pedals rotate when you're pedaling it. Yeah. If they made it a right thread, there's a chance of the rotation would become loose. Just, it would yeah, become yeah, yeah, yeah. just by pedaling, you would unscrew it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You can't have that. You can't. All right, Joe. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it, man. Right. Um, a couple other calls. We're gonna have time to go to them because we have to do the uh, the no sad though. But Mike was calling in, say if you want to know north or south when you're on the highway, mile markers. Numbers are going up if you're going north, down if you're going south. There you go. Oh. Wow. Um, so that's a way to just, if, if you happen to forgot <laughs> yeah. which way you're going, screwed. Take, a look at, take a look at the um, at the mile mark. When I'm driving down the shore, I think, okay, the ocean's on my right. Oh, yeah, I'm me too. North. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I use the oceans as, yeah. a, as, yeah. a, as, a, as a direction. And direction then also, indicator. there's the Pacific. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> what continent am I on? The... Um, <laughs> Well, when you're looking at the the road signs over the highways, the exit, if the exit number is on the right of the sign, it's a right exit. If it's on the left of the sign, it's a uh, left exit. Correct. Like left exits. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, they're a pain yeah. in the ass. There aren't many. I know. Go to hell, left exit. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. And also, hell. Casey, if there's if there's multiple exits, say, like, if you're, if you're on the Schuylkill and you're getting off at 202, you're headed out towards King of Prussia, there's, like, three different places you can exit that are right exit. On the sign, the one farthest to the right is the first exit. The mm. next one over is the next one, and so on. Yes. So it's uh, mm. I, I I found that out a few years ago. Yeah. Too. It great, helps great. a lot in, in advance. So, uh, oh my God, Whoa! it's time. Ninety-three-three WMMR presents. No All right, this is our final one um, that we're doing today, uh, or the, for our final eight o'clock. No sad dose. Today's the last day for the promotion. 
We have a keyword for you. This uh, keyword is, for this hour is viral, V-I-R-A-L. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do it uh, via text, the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or it also be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. Enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry is going to win $500 in our company-wide contest. That person is going to get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. And thank you to our sponsor, Stakem, for being a part of it. So the word again is viral, V-I-R-A-L. Good luck to you. Uh, We're going to take a break. We should probably come right back after this break and get right back into the bizarre files. So stay with us. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Bruce Springsteen. Pretty reckless. They said the world does not belong to you. Machine Gun Kelly. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's do the B-File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. I got to lead with this commercial. Not this commercial. This uh, story. It's out of New Jersey. A man revving his sport utility vehicle's engine over and over in an effort to get out of a snowbank in New Jersey was killed when oh the vehicle caught on fire. Oh my oh God. God. That can happen. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, but you get out of the vehicle. This is that really you should do. Yeah. bizarre. Little Ferry police say a public works employee called shortly after 9 a.m. Wednesday to report a car, jumped a parking divider, and gone down a slight embankment, becoming stuck in the snow. Uh, Captain Ronald Klein said arriving officers found the man repeatedly revving the engine and rocking the small Mazda SUV back and forth to try and get out of the snow. Officers said they tried to make contact with the driver, asking him multiple questions. They said that he ignored them, never saying a word as he continued trying to get out his car out. The officers said they told the 62-year-old man to stop accelerating, and they told him that they were going to back their vehicle, go back to their vehicle and call a tow truck. Soon after, they heard a popping noise and spotted flames coming from underneath the vehicle. Officers said the flames quickly spread, and they tried to get into the car, but the doors were locked. An officer broke a rear passenger window, but the vehicle became engulfed in flames and smoke, preventing them from reaching the man. Uh, The cop said that he wasn't even able to see the driver through the flames and smoke. Like, it, it went up that quick. Wow. The name of the man isn't being released. But his family's been notified. Police are still awaiting dental records for officially identifying the victim. A grieving friend who had known the victim said that uh, he had to see it, uh, the scene for himself. He said, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him every day of my life. Uh, he, did, uh, he said, I just found his cell phone here. I wish I could call for help, but I can't. And I took part of his vehicle just to keep as a memory. Uh, he said that he couldn't understand how the incident could have happened. He also couldn't explain why the man would have ignored the police trying to help him. It's, it seems the very definition of unnecessary. Uh, they said he could have just been embarrassed that he did something stupid and he yeah. just wanted to get out of there without a scene. And maybe he just overreacted. Police uh, said that it didn't initially appear that the gas tank had been punctured by the parking driver. 
Uh, the cause of the fire has not yet been determined. Wow. That, Kathy, you flooded out. Did you flood out your engine, right, in a similar situation? Well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. It's making lots of noises now after I got stuck in the snow. All right. All right, Kathy, this story is for you. A woman who strapped nearly 1,000 succulents and endangered cacti to her body in an attempt to smuggle them into New Zealand. Oh, dear. Has been sentenced to 100 hours of community work. I What's mean, the most smuggling amount of... yeah, succulents. succulents. I actually just replanted my succulents yesterday. <laughs> Put them off the succulent Christmas tree and put them in a planter. Uh, How many succulents have you been able to smuggle? Uh, I, you should see. I have an entire windowsill, though. Uh, of really? Succu- succulents. Wow. Yeah, because you're they're all from like the activities that I do in fall and winter. You're a succulent maniac. Wen King Lee, who also goes by the name Wendy, was caught bringing plants and seeds from China to Auckland International Airport, where the goods were seized on two occasions. In the first incident, Lee had stuffed 947 cacti and succulents into stockings and then strap them to her body. So these are super tiny succulents we're looking at right here. They can go for big bucks, though, man. Yep. Can they? The, oh, yeah. The hoard uh, contained eight endangered and threatened species and was more th- uh, worth uh, more than $7,000. Uh, I, I Lee, don't know about big bucks. Oh, you, like... If you can propagate them and, and resell them, like if you start off small, and uh, um, my, you can. Trust me. Uh, so Lee, who is from Auckland, had attempted to dispose of the plants in an airport toilet after attracting <laughs> the attention of a police dog. But authorities said they found enough large amount of the plant material around the facilities, including the trash can. Imagine you go into the toilet after this woman. The hell did she what eat? did you eat? <laughs> in a separate incident, she was found to have hidden 142 unauthorized seeds inside iPad covers in her luggage and more than 200 garden ornaments and plant pods carrying a, sm- a snail and pieces of tree fern stem, God. which were wrapped in wet paper. I hate it when I have too much in my pockets. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> she was uh, she pleaded guilty to the charges and was sentenced to uh, 12 months of intense supervision and uh, some public service as well. A leopard that spent a night and most of a day locked in a bathroom with a dog at a home in India escaped through the ceiling without harming the canine. The owner of the home uh, said that the leopard likely chased the dog into the house Tuesday night and the big cat's tail was seen through the ajar bathroom door Wednesday morning. A family member closed the door. Villagers looked in through the window to see the leopard and the dog occupying opposite corners of the room. Uh, Forest Department officials arrived at the residence and we're working on a capture plan for the leopard when the wild animal climbed through the ceiling of the bathroom and found its way out of the home on its own, avoiding nets placed by authorities. What about what they talked about? <laughs> uh, the leopard fled the village with no injuries reported, and the dog named Balu was not injured. So that's good. And then we'll just do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. A driver in northwest Iowa is alive after crashing a car into a house at a very high rate of speed. So fast, the car flew 125 feet in the air and landed on top of the house. 125 feet for a car to be airborne. Uh, Sheriff Stuart Vanderstope said, When I saw the picture this morning, I couldn't believe it. I never thought that I would see a car sticking out of a roof. He said, You see that on television, but it's very rare you see it in real life. Uh, So authorities said the driver was northbound on the highway when he missed his curve. The vehicle hit a ditch vaulted over a street, and continued to be airborne for 125 feet before crashing into the roof of this house. I mean, dude, we're talking... We're, we're, we're talking Dukes of Hazard, yeah, and then flying some. through the air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the house was unoccupied at the time. Those Duke boys. Uh, <laughs> the speed limit is posted at 35 miles an hour, but authorities estimate the driver was going at least 115 oh 
miles an hour. Well, they gave you a little gray area. Uh, the driver's been identified as a 25-year-old named Arel Hildago, and the extent of the injuries have not been released. Authorities say charges are pending. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you, our very, very late bizarre file. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Don't forget, another shot at No Sad Dough at 10 a.m. And we got guests and stuff to tell you about that when we return. Stay there. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait, 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 wait,
related to the, the radio show? Right. Is that where it's from? And I guess his uh, wife might not listen to us as much, and she was like, oh, wow, they're a really big deal, huh? Oh, oh that's <laughs> nice. That's really cute. So that's now cool. we're a family affair. Yay. Right, Join well, to sister Jackie Bam Bam. Uh, congratulations to uh, Patrick and Ashley awesome. and uh, Preston Elliott now in the world. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowls this weekend. It is. So let's talk about food. Uh, because that's going to be a big part of uh, the celebration. It's time for the Connoisseur Super Bowl edition because really, that's uh, just about the only thing we're talking about concerning the Super Bowl. Yeah, if you don't really care about the outcome of the game, and listen, maybe you got some money on it, maybe you do, but if not, food is always a big part of that. Even if it's just you and your family getting together, I'm sure you're going to make something special for the day or order wings from Piccalilli, who's oh, here this morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll tell you this, though. Be solid. The food thing, I think, is going to be a bigger component this year because I think it's more about that than it is. I'm, I'm, there's not a lot of excitement in general. It because... also gives you something to do leading up yeah, to it while yeah. you're making, while, yeah. where you're, you're, you're making the food, getting ready for the game. So. I'm actually, as far as the game is concerned, no, I'm excited about Are it. You, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You got like the, I mean, it's almost like the changing of the guard. You have like the best quarterback in the NFL right now going against the greatest quarterback of all time. So, and, and who's playing on a new team. But, no, that's true. Um, in, in his home stadium, by the in, way. In his home stadium, with by a, the with way. A pirate ship. Yeah. A and it's got a pirate ship. Yeah. And, and and they, they don't get to use that, though. You know that. Right? Um, Son of a bitch. Well, but I was, I was yeah. a little bit bummed out because, you know, we're not having a party and we're not we're going to right. a party. But uh, What food are you having? I, well, I ordered. And so this is uh, no offense to the Piccalillian. They're in Shemong, New Jersey. Yeah. It's not very, um, for me, geographically sound, although they are my favorite wings. But I'm going to Wilson's Secret Sauce. Yeah. I ordered the field goal special. So I got, like, brisket and wings and fingers and pork belly and stuff like that. I got you. So, yeah. I got you. But I'm excited about that. Yeah. I didn't want to not do anything for the game. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's, I got, it's yeah. the Super Bowl. Well, the organization uh, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin is predicting that Americans will chow down to more than 20 million pounds of cheese during the Super Bowl. <laughs> during the Super Bowl, Americans will eat 20 million Ew, pounds of cheese? So that is correct. <laughs> It's outstanding. The the amount, the sheer amount. It's not one person. (laughs) No, it's ten people. Uh, The cheese farmers are prepared for this, noting that uh, cheesemakers have been working overtime to accommodate all of the orders that they've gotten. And according to data recently shared by uh, Google Trends of the top searched for Super Bowl snacks in each state, Excuse me. Twenty-eight of them include cheese. Kath, do you like cheese? I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. All right, all right. It's just the idea the, of twenty the, million pounds that of cheese. Number yeah. is disgusting. I, I, you know what? That might be something to do. Do up a nice cheese board for the Super. I, I, yeah. yeah. I could do. I could make an entire meal out of cheese and oh, olives. Oh, olives too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm on board. Love I, it. I, they look good, and I don't like the taste of any. Have, I've of tried olives? all. Of them. You've tried all, all the of olives. Them. All right. I so, can't. like, when I go to like Jake's and Cooper's in in uh, Maniunk, they have a collection of olives that'll make you plot. I don't know what that means, but it seems to be really... Well, a lot of grocery stores have like a relish bar where you can go and and get great um, combinations of of various uh, pickled things, but olives are a big part of that. I agree. And I like, you know, yeah, a lot of them are closed, but... um, you know, sometimes they're uh, they're garlic stuffed, or they have uh, different cheeses that are in there as well. Um, cheese, or cheese, cheese. Right yeah. Press, mm. uh, we got the and I, you tried the Rush Creek Reserve. Did you like that? It was a like kind of a mild, almost like a brie cheese. You you heat it oh, up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really good. 
I'm bummed out uh, because... You can it, only get it in one place. You can only get it in one place and really one time of the year. And I had bought... From like, one guy. From one guy. <laughs> uh, no, it comes from Wisconsin. And um, it ended up... It was expiring, so we don't have any for the Super okay. Bowl. Okay, I got you. bummed out. All right, so the top search for snacks that include cheese were cheese balls, nachos, cheeseburger sliders... And queso dip as well. Queso dip, you could just pour it in a cup for me. You can drink it. I'll just drink it. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it's I so good. think we're having. We, it's still up in the air, but I think the turkey tacos are a strong contender for Super, Super Bowl, Bowl yeah. food. What kind of cheese you put on the turkey taco? Uh, we put fluff. <laughs> no, you put the Mexican blend cheese. Yeah, yeah. You know, shredded, whether it's exactly from, uh, shredded cheese, lucerne or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't you shred matter. your own cheese ever. Oh, uh, um, yeah, we do actually. Only if I don't have already pre-bagged cheese. Yeah. You know what I did last time for uh, when we made tacos at my house is I I made my own taco shells, hard taco shells. Huh. Um, really? By you just out of you, wood. Well, no, you, you get the regular <laughs> corn uh, uh, tortilla. Yeah. Um, and essentially, you put in a, in a pan. You put some uh, vegetable oil and you fry it. And as you turn it over and it starts to um, get cooked through, you fold it into that shape. Okay. And it'll harden in that way. Do you have to, like, rest it in a place to let it stay? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, right. it'll, it, but essentially, you just, you kind of, as it, it's in the pan, you kind of fold it over and it will it will cause that shape. And then, huh. yeah, then you set it on, like, some um, uh, um, uh, paper towels and it'll, yeah. it'll drain a little bit. And I like it better that way. All right. We sort of make our own healthier chip for guacamole and okay. salsa. It's just the pita bread sliced, and right. then you put it in the oven and bake it. Yep. I love too. the taco shells that are now the – they're sort of – because of the soft shells, but they're they're folded. Flat bottom. Right. Yeah. God, oh, really? they're so good. Yeah. So you can put all yeah, your you scoop it and put it right, sit it right you down. You don't have to lay them on the side. They oh, sit straight up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, by the way, speaking of cheese, uh, Parmesan – Parmesan. Might be the next victim of the pandemic. What? Um, there's a, uh, a publication called Eat This, Not That, and they report the Parmesan cheese. It was produced in March and May of last year will now only start to ship out to distributors, and the cost of producing the cheese at one Wisconsin plant reportedly surged up to 60% during that time period, meaning wow. uh, that the cheese that makes it into the store shelves is going to be more expensive than usual. This is from Eat This, Not That? Yep. So, so it'll be it'll be a price surge. I mean, there's not going to be a lack of it. It's just going to cost more expensive. You more. Mm-hmm. I get a journal called D's Nuts. D's Nuts. It's a great collection of various nuts you can eat for the Super Bowl. Oh, that's yeah. that's good to know too. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, they. Um, the loss of retail and food service business hurt the cheese industry, as yeah. did a dairy shortage that began last June. So that's why uh, prices are going to be a bit higher. And by the way, Parmigiano Reggiano, Nick had, had pulled up a, a Wikipedia. That stuff's expensive. Man. It is. So I was going to ask, like, if you call it that officially, does it is it like champagne, where it has to come from champagne in, in France, or can you just buy regular Parmesan and label it that? I I don't know. I know the Re- Reggiano's different than just regular. The Parmesan cheese that you get in a can, you know. Yeah. So, uh, from what I understand, we we actually had a discussion about. It. Look, it's there's actually Deets nuts pressing up on the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those? They brought some of those by here a while back. Uh, the um, most expensive cheese. We talked about that. The, and and how high? Do you remember the the dollar value? What no. it was up to? It was some crazy amount. Yeah. I know it, there's been an increase in general in the price of cheese because of everything you just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, shortages. I, sometimes it can be. Really pricey, yeah. and and I remember the first time when I was still, you know, uh, earning my keep or or starting to get into the m- being self sufficient as far right. as my own money goes. I went to go get some Parmigiano Reggiano. I'm like, 
this is twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. It was like a small amount. I rip off. Yeah, yeah, but it can get pricey. Uh, okay, sticking with uh, Super Bowl and food. Uh, if you are going to be making guacamole at home, uh, the experts say you want to be careful. What is known as avocado hand? Uh, wait. I know what this is. Okay. Avocado hand? Yes. Yeah. It puts like a, a clear film on your fingers. People don't know what it is. You don't see it at first. And then it starts to peel off. And you think your skin's peeling off. Oh, no oh. way. Is that what that is? No, this is about when you cut yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but listen. That Tell can... me about that. I'm more interested so, in what you're talking about. Yeah, so that can happen. Uh, it happened to uh, a friend of mine, and she had no idea what was going on. She like, started to freak out a little bit and think that her skin was peeling off of her. Sure enough, I looked it up, and that's what it's from. I'm avocado hand. So, it's is it she? She had been like c- cutting up a bunch of them or something. Yes. Or okay. so yes. the, the film as she was holding the outside of the avocado was depositing on her hand. So she thought her skin had dried up and it was peeling. I bet it's from the pit. You know what? The pit has a film on it. What are you thinking gonna, of? A different vegetable? I'm going to text her right now. It's so pitted. It may have been zucchini. No, it may have been zucchini. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, zucchini are just cucumbers that you fry. Anyway, it was like, it was crazy because it didn't happen at first. It happened like later after she had cut everything up. And and she thought she had like a a skin disease? Yeah, she thought like her, her, the (laughs) skin on her fingers was peeling off. Wow, okay. Avocados that we talked about, they're they're one of the the main... Causes of kitchen cuts, can yes, cuts. yes, because they're a little bit. Uh, if once you get in the side there, inside of them, they're a little bit slippery, and you have to do this little maneuver to get the pit out. And I'll talk about that picture in a second. Okay, uh, you have to you have to take the knife and kind of whack the pit with it and take it out. And yeah, it's I I have no problem. I've never cut myself uh, doing it, but a lot, apparently a lot of people do, and you have to be careful. So Nick sent us a photo uh, yesterday or the day before, which is kind of the latest. Uh, what color is this dress? Type yeah. of thing. And it's a picture of a of an avocado cut in half, and you can't tell if it has a pit in it or not. Um, I, I think it doesn't. I've seen both, man. Yeah, I, I think it does. I voted pit. You yeah, vo- yeah. You and said- I voted pit based on the fact that the the light at the center of the pit is seems to be a bit brighter than everything around, indicating that it's closer to the light source. But apparently, there's a hot debate. Well, so pits I always thought were darker. That's what I thought, too. But this one, to me, I agree with Steve. It looks, to me, like it's coming toward the uh, the camera being uh, taking the photo. Right. But um, in the bottom of it, you can see the indentation where yep. the little pit nipple goes into the um, into the avocado. Should we put it out to the masses? Or yeah. Put it on also, social media? Also, I, I speak to you, <laughs> jury, that you can see this part right here has kind of been cut out. It looks like it's hard. To, it's, you know. Listen, I, I can see it one way, and then <laughs> and then adjust my my uh, perception and go. Okay, maybe it is a pit. You know, I so, originally saw no pit, and then when uh, but then looked at it, and I can see how people do see a pit. In see, there. and if also if Proceed. you were to look to the right of whatever you think the pit or the hole is, now you wait, see wait. those. To do the right, you got to hold up your left hand with the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got to you can see those imperfections to the kind of uh, maybe like the, the three o'clock, maybe two thirty if it's a, if it's a clock face. You see those white imperfections. Yes, you don't see those on a pit. Right, that is. Uh, that could be the part of the the uh, avocado itself on on the pit. I also think the pit is a little bit darker than that. That's what I thought. I also know. think that, but if you look at the light at the top of the what would be the zenith of the pit, it seems to be on the pit seems to be a bit brighter than the light source around it, indicating a closer proximity to the light source. Right. Mm. 
And, uh, and by the way, so my friend was peeling zucchini. It wasn't avocados. <laughs> okay. okay. It's like the same Listen, thing. it's the same, same thing. Uh, yeah. What did Lauren Harris think a... Um, yeah. Cucumber. Yeah, yeah. Here's a picture of an avocado with the pit in it. Okay. So pitted. See how dark it is? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I get it. I, I just, that's why I think there's no pit. I think there's a pit. I think there's a pit, too. I don't yeah, but look at how dark that is. I know, I but that's your argument. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I just think there's Pantone a pit. Pantone doesn't. I just think you're wrong. I just think you're <laughs> Put the picture, right, put the picture up again. Put the photo up again. Preston, I'm with you. I know. It's like uh, the first yeah, one ever. I think there's a pit. No, look no at, there's look, no pit. You look at the fo- look at look at this. Yeah, they're, they're much darker. They're they're like a uh, um, uh, kind of a walnut color. But look at the actual avocado itself in that picture that you're holding up right there. Yeah, there's th- no pit th- in it. This one is brighter. <laughs> this is a rogue pit. It's a lighter avocado in general. There's no light. It's, it's being flooded with a light source. Is it a pit or a seed? Uh, I think it'd be either one. Okay. The, the pit it's is, a Dorcas. The pit is the seed. <laughs> I always called it a pit. Wait, Marissa's sure. got her hands up. Hold on, what? I was just getting uh, ready to move on. I just want to know that it is now on our Instagram stories and Twitter feed. Okay. Let us know what you think. Okay, go, right. go ahead. Wait, is um, uh, I, are we finished with avocado? Yeah, yeah let's something else? I was just going to ask, uh, is it you good? You want for a glass you? of water? <laughs> Thanks, I'm a little thirsty. Wait. Parched, man. <laughs> is it good for you? <laughs> I think I think guacamole is good for you because A, it's green, and B, it's uh, got vegetables Nick, in it. Nick, do you want to read your essay? <laughs> this is why I think guacamole is good for you. Well, why wouldn't well, listen, it be good you don't, you don't put uh, You don't put things like mayonnaise in it or yeah. that, that right. add to it like you would for you know some other but people dips kind of, and dishes. Right, and they balk at it. They're like, no, nah, it's a dip. It's bad for you. But I, I disagree. I think you you have to look at the nutritional value of an avocado itself. Now, I did, uh, avocados are kind of high in fat, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah okay. they are. And yeah, if, but you, Nick, if you make it yourself and yeah. you're really only putting, you know, say onions and tomatoes or whatever in it, just think about the number of ingredients in it. It's not that much. Yeah. It's on the healthy That's side. That's good enough yeah. for me. Yeah. Little, little onion, little tomato, um, garlic, yeah. uh, salt and pepper, and lemon. We'll lemon. Squeeze no, the lemon. And no done. cilantro for me or your wife. Or Rochelle. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else I got here for you? Let's go back to, uh, you know, uh, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Food-related Super Bowl stuff. Uh, or what, the big game? What Americans? No, there's no uh, there's no <laughs> money being exchanged yeah. here, so we can talk about it freely. Um, YouGov uh, polled uh, adults who said that they intend to watch Super Bowl. Revealed uh, how they answered the question: Which, if any, of the following foods do you plan to serve or eat while watching the Super Bowl this year? So I'm gonna, I'm going to read off all of the ones that they asked about. Mm-hmm. You guys tell me which one. You thought was uh, most people said yes to. Right. Okay. All right. So uh, pizza, nachos, cheese and crackers, uh, burgers, uh, chicken wings, cookies, ice cream, and chips and dip. Uh, th- what was the number one of those? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Uh, I mean, the one that usually gets the, I believe, is probably the wings. Yeah. I would go and then pizza. Yeah. No, really, I would yeah. go pizza less. I would probably normally. I would have gone with you with the, with the wings, but I think chips and dip is probably the number one. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, I think chips and dip, too. Yeah, chips and dip. It is chips and dip. Mm-hmm. Uh, chicken wings is second. Pizza's third, Case. Wow. There you go. Pizza's way up there. We're oh. very good at this. Now, it's set, now, okay, and then it says nachos. That's chips and dip. That's kind of just, I, call, I count that as chips and okay. dip. I mean, it's not technically it's like a dip. Crap. It's a combo of chips and dip. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the worst a, list ever. <laughs> it makes it, but it's its own category as a result. <laughs> I, and yeah, and I guess because uh, nachos it's like I think bronze. It, yeah, it's like what? It's like bronze. You know, it's like you combine copper and uh, zinc, you get bronze. Are people okay. eating bronze for Super Bowl? <laughs> no, I'm making an, an really analogy. Shouldn't. Yeah, I, 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 that's what Transformers eat when they watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually bronze. 
Here, dip it in this aluminum. Uh, honey, <laughs> honey, more platinum, more platinum. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I didn't, I, okay. I had no idea. You know, Steve, I thought um, when you said the worst list, uh, I think the worst list ever uh, would be a list of the, the best hot dogs. Hey, Steve, why don't you wash this down with some mercury? <laughs> That's good. Helps the bronze slide down my metallic gullet. <laughs> oh, all right. So, yeah. And then followed by pizza. So, so it went uh, chips and dip, chicken wings, pizza, nachos. <sighs> Cheese and crackers, which is like a cheese plate, which is that's uh, there. There's a there's a vagueness to this every that is, Super Bowl. is making me more angry than any <laughs> anger I've ever had in my life. I'll say this though, uh, you know, Preston, sour uh, onion dip and chips, onion dip and that's potato chips. Hell of a good dip. It just hell of a good dip. I I never feel more like a filthy, horrible human being because I can make an entire meal. Out of onion dip, freshly really? made onion dip and chips. Yeah, I used to it's sit down with a whole. So good. When I was a kid with a yes. whole thing, eat the whole the damn whole thing. The whole damn thing. Uh, 15%, which follows cheese and crackers, of uh, respondents said burgers and sliders will be on the menu. Do you know it was a nightmare occurrence for me, Preston, when I was a you know single guy? Uh-uh. When they came out with the, uh, the, the, the uh, onion dip in the can. You could pull right off and oh, grab yeah. a bag of chips on the way home. And I was yep. like, oh, that's going to be my dinner. Uh, then he had uh, cookies. Cookies. Ooh. And then last, I think it makes sense, is ice cream. You don't really put out ice cream. No, I mean, who does that? Especially if you're, if you you're just drinking. put a bowl, everybody reaches in and grabs a clump of ice cream. You know what I never do? <laughs> I, if, if, I'm, if I'm drinking alcohol, I will not have dessert. Yes. Right? It doesn't go. It doesn't mix. It's too much mm. sugar. What about yeah. dessert wines? That's a different story. Right. Uh, that is actually that is the dessert. That's the dessert. Okay. You don't yeah. eat something along with have the wine. You have the wine. Yeah. So I have to. I've uh, sometimes I, c- I come to a crossroads. I'm like, hmm. What well, do you, I want to do? Am here? I going to drink or am I going to eat dessert? Essentially, mm-hmm. you say I'm going to drink my dessert. I mean, yes. that's that's what I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, my my dessert is going to be uh, four more glasses of wine. <laughs> am I going to eat <laughs> four? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> or am I going to snort my dessert? How many glasses of wine are in a bottle, like a standard four. bottle? Is it four? Yeah, or three five? or four. Okay, yeah. depending on how much right. you pour. Yeah. For Nick, it's three. For yeah. me, it's. Can I get four a full five. pour on that, yeah. please. I mean, four. I think it's four, and I think champagne is five glasses. All right, so you know, take this into consideration. What about if you're like a Nebuchadnezzar or something like that? Oh wow, well, yeah, that's fun. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying a standard glass of uh, bottle of wine, but uh, I think like honestly, case by by a bartender's standard, you know, like when they're supposed to pour, when you learn tips, the you yeah. know the alcohol training and stuff like that, it's four glasses. Per bottle. You know what I got for my wife for Christmas? And it's, this is a very cool thing. I don't know if you guys are, are very, uh, obviously, aggressive wine drinkers. Yeah. Uh, it is the, it is the, you put the, the thin hypodermic-like needle through the cork, and you turn it over, and you pull the, the uh, kind of a trigger on it, and, and it, you pour the wine. By, so if you have a very good bottle of wine, uh-huh. and and when it's you like pull it out, it, re, it, it reseals it. Yes, oh, it has cool. a little bit of like a CO2 thing in it. And she's a wine that she would not just have a glass of because... You don't want to open it up if it's just you. Yeah. She gets to have a drink of wine that from a bottle she really wants to have without, you know, Opening blowing the whole, the whole bottle no, of wine. No, I completely see how that could happen. So I have a really nice bottle of champagne, and uh, or I think it is. Um, Champagne? And, well, and I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know who to 
drink it with. I don't mm-hmm. know when to drink it. Jeez. I I don't want to open it for myself because yeah. I'm not going to drink a whole bottle. By There's the a cork of, in it, right? Yeah, but for champagne? Get one of these. Get one of these. I'll send you what the no. device is. Here's what you do, Kathy. You put a spoon in it. Uh, backwards. And oh, we'll I remember that. that. <laughs> what, is, what is that? That was a college trick. Oh. So if, if you have open a soda and, uh-huh. and uh, you don't drink all of it, if you, some people believe if you put a spoon in it, handle side first, and put it back in the fridge, it'll keep its carbonation. And that's and not it's, true. Like, it's a bunch, bunch yeah. of crap. But okay. some people swear by it. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, you just have, you have to have an occasion. And, and the thing is, like, I know the, the perfect person to have this bottle with, they would drink a little bit less than me, so I'd have a little more. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> and, perfect. But Ooh. I don't know, who, I can't find that person, because oh. all of my friends would, would, especially the one that I would most want to drink it with, uh, she would probably drink more than me. Does huh. Dennis not drink at all? Oh, or no. Or is he just doesn't like champagne? No, he won't drink champagne. Is he okay. a beer guy? Uh... Yeah, or or red wine. Okay, it's kind of okay. like the only thing that he ingests that's not, um, <laughs> yeah, not really ground. great for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, he, yeah, he doesn't eat sugar like cookies. Oh God, chocolate. No, <sighs> Jason will try to convince him to eat. He'll be like, "Just taste this. Taste this chocolate. Take a bite. Here, here, take Wait, it. Take a bite." Not even a birthday cake. Not even... No, no, nothing. In years, years, fifteen to... years. He's gonna outlive us all. <laughs> 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 Miserable. Like a seagull will peck him to death. Right. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, I want to make a clarification going back to the bronze Please joke. Do. Uh brass is copper and zinc. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh of my course. God. Bronze is, bronze is copper and tin. Are you uh, sure this is bronze? <laughs> it tastes like copper and zinc. So to the person. Who mm-hmm. called me an idiot? I apologize Is for offending you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. He also didn't like the Foo Fighters song, so screw that guy. Oh, whatever, man. Um, some people shouldn't be allowed to use their phones. <laughs> there, was, there was something I was going to... What were we talking to right before you corrected? We're talking about right uh, before you Dennis. Said. Dennis eating, uh, being attacked and murdered by a seagull. All right, no, it wasn't <laughs> Champagne, good bottle. Nah, that's okay. Drinking lots of wine. Uh, yeah, actually, Spoon. that was it. Thank yeah. you. Okay. So he pulled up a, uh, a stat that said, actually, Nick, a bottle of wine... Should be five glasses if you're pouring five ounce pours. Five ounces which is, is not a lot. The standard, which is I, I get, but I guess it's the kind of yeah. average rule or something. Along did you ever watch lines. Cougar Town? The uh, you know I the, didn't. No. So she she you know Courtney Cox had they all had these re, like basically Huge. a right. bottle yeah. Yeah. size glass. Yeah, yeah. So I actually had to. I didn't have to. Um, I tried to show my older children, you know, that what like an ounce looks like, you know, the because fluid ounce, fluid ounces. Yeah. And, Come in here, kids. I want to show you something. Well, no, 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 because like I, you know, I have a fear. You know, my, my kids don't drink yet, and yeah. I, you know, um, but my fear is that, and this happens a lot to, to a lot of kids that are in high school. They will drink hard alcohol. They yeah. have no idea how much they're drinking, right, what right. they're drinking. And, and you know, I, I told you that story about the kid I found who was essentially dying in the parking lot of a high school football That's game. That's right. You, yes. And his mother, I talked about it on the air. I didn't say where I was or anything like that. But the, his mother emailed me to thank me hmm. because she said, I saw him an hour before I got the call from the cops, and he was fine. Right. He hadn't, and so in an hour's time, he had guzzled so much vodka, not knowing yep. what that was. So I yep. tried to show him and my daughter what a standard beer looks like compared to what that looks like in ounces of hard alcohol. So I took a shot glass, and I poured the shot glasses, and I'm like, this 
this many shots goes into like twelve ounces of beer, and right. and you know because people just don't understand, they don't yeah. get it, and yeah, it's yeah, and yeah. it's lethal. And they also like adults have been doing it long enough that they know what they're doing, yep. right? So you know if an adult is drinking a bottle of wine or or whatever, you know they've they've been around the block a couple of times, you yeah. know, and and they're not new to this whole thing. So your your suggestion is to. Tell kids to have adults pour their drinks. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I, I mean, I, yes. I can't no. drink like to get to the end of a bottle. Like if I drink an entire bottle myself, by the end of it, it's not really all that enjoyable. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like I'm like, why am I still drinking this? Why am I so clean all the time? <laughs> why are my know, teeth man. all purple? I, I've come to the realization that I was raised on binge drinking, <laughs> and that that's how I learned how to drink, and that you know, just having a beer. Is not really on my menu. Like, what's the point? Uh, the original if I'm going impetus. To have a beer. I'm going to have five of them. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. Uh, right. I, the I original wish... impetus for you drinking was not uh, you. Uh, I, what what mm. year is this? Yes, exactly. Let, let that breathe. Let me t- let me test yeah. the complexities of ice cream. Yeah. No, it wasn't was... that. It's like, dude, we're getting effed up tonight. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> You're drinking warm beer on the beach. Dude, oh my parents are out of town. Let's pair fruit with cheese. Yes. <laughs> so it's really something I still need to overcome. Now, I don't get falling down, wasted, out of my mind, can't make it up the steps drunk, but I get to a... You have kids all the up. I get, I get to this comfortable level, uh, which I could probably... I, and I told you, actually, Nick, not that long ago, I'm like... I'm a, I'm a one more guy. Yeah, me too. Before going to bed. Uh-huh. Eh, one more. And the, the the last few times that I've said, no, not one more, God, do I wake up feeling so oh, much you're better. Oh, so happy, yeah. And so I just need to remind myself, no, not one. That moment you go, eh, one more. Nope, not one more. It makes a huge difference. Yep. And I, I did a dry January and I made it through the whole month. And part of it was I was sick, but um, uh, I didn't have any alcohol. And it, it makes a big difference. It, I don't drink it every morning when I wake up. Birds bring me my, my dressing. <laughs> they fly yeah. in with your clothing. <laughs> Hello, friends. And Here's then, your underwear, yeah. Steve. And then I get into the bathroom, and a, and a little doe hands me my toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lucky. Uh, so anyway, let me see. Okay, should we break, or do I do another uh, thingy dingy? I'm a liking this, so. Uh... All right, one more. Yeah. All right, I don't know. All right, you know what? I'll do this. This, do isn't, it. this isn't really um, tr- uh, Super Bowl related. Uh, but it was uh, also a poll that was done by YouGov, and they asked over 6,000 uh, adults to reveal how they answered the above question, which is, if you had to choose one, which of the following is your favorite style of pizza? Okay, so here are the choices they favorite give you. Favorite style of pizza. Right. Uh, they give you um, pan, uh, Sicilian, deep dish, French bread, regular crust, thin crust. Oh. One, that, one more time on that. Pan, Sicilian... French bread, deep dish, thin crust, regular crust. And then what they don't have is Detroit style. Right. right. But so I think that's what, still kind of My spread. general favorite pizza is still regular okay. style, uh, though I have an affinity for every style that you mentioned there at some level Yeah, or me another. too. Yeah. yeah. I could skip all of them except for regular and thin. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... I've I love only, French bread pizza. I, that's what I was going to say. Oh, my God. But I've only ever had Stover's French bread, and it's like the best... 
frozen pizza that you can get at the good. supermarket. Like, in my head, I'm going, yeah, and it's not even that good. And you just <laughs> said it's the best. It's the best frozen pizza that you can get at the Acme. Like, to me, you know. Okay. Uh, but I would probably go with Thin Crust. Anybody? I, yeah, it's probably boring but regular. Uh, although I do love a good pizza bagel. All right. And I, that's a not good even on pizza the list. bagel, too? You guys know me. Thin Crust is what yeah. I go for. Yeah. So, uh, actually, it's, it's neck and neck. Thin Crust is number one with 31%. Regular Crust is number two at 29%. And then you have deep dish at 18%. Followed by that is pan pizza at 9%. Well, so Detroit style is pan pizza. Is it? Yeah, yeah I yeah, believe it's it is. Yeah, it's cooked yeah. in a pan. And then they haven't had the good stuff because that would be up way further. I think it's still kind of yeah. making its way. I, You know what? Uh, hang on. Let me finish and then we'll go ahead. Then uh, French bread is followed by that. And then uh, somebody said, uh, some people said others. Some said don't know. And then a three percent said bronze. I don't even eat pizza. <laughs> well, who oh are my they? god! Who are you? <laughs> I think they're they're just trying to be contrary. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say are... this on deep dish pizza. I tend to like it overcooked just a bit because yeah. the crust that's in it. I like it to be a little more crispy. The, everything the cheese to be just a little bit on the slightly burnt side. I'm with you, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we can eat together. Yeah, man. Uh, Nick, my roommate from college had a um, dairy allergy, and so he did not eat pizza. All right, that's fair. All right, fair enough. Yep. Uh, so thin crust is top, but it's it's neck and neck with uh, regular crust, uh, according to the UGov. I have never poll. had cold. Co- Cauliflower? I've never had cauliflower. Oh my god, cauliflower. cauliflower pizza. I don't like it. I tried it. I've never I had it. Okay, it. it's not bad. Okay, yeah. If I... you're really watching, you yeah. know, uh, your your carb intake, I guess it's a nice uh, suitable. There's a place, uh, uh, Casey, at Collegeville. I think a friend of yours runs yeah. it. Oh, um, fire, pure fire. Pure fire? Yep. Yeah, yeah my buddy and they, George and they have, owns uh, that. cauliflower uh, crust pizzas. There's also a frozen pizza that they sell, uh, Nick, at Whole Foods that has a rice crust, which isn't that. I, I like that, too. It's not that bad. So like here, if you're trying to not eat, you know. Yeah, sure. Here's the deal. It, Kathy, <laughs> I, 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 it's like this. Like, like I love... Like, like, uh, I love the Impossible Burger. I love, like, uh, you right, know, right. Like, I, I, I love it. I think it's great. It's not like a Kobe beef burger, yeah. but this, this as, as a pizza. In yeah. the realm, it's not bad. Yeah, I feel like I'm tricking myself. I'm like, yeah, if I'm gonna go, I'll go have pizza, are. I might as well just have pizza. Well, if I it, want a burger, just think of it as, as, as a as a not. It, it, don't think of it as a pizza and just another food item that you're trying. Well, I see. I think of it as, or I use it as, if I have a craving and I'm trying to watch what gotcha. I eat, then I'll eat that and yeah. it kind of, you know, get rid of that. That craving, well, it leaves for the calories for the wine, right? Steve. Yeah. Don't think that yeah. you're, you're not far off with I that. I budgeting over I, here, I have 3,000 calories available now for my bottle of wine. <laughs> all right, that's the last of it. That's all for the connoisseur. I'm taking off my chef's hat, and we're going into the weekend. Did you see the graphic that was up from, I think it must have been from last year. Take a look at that. Super Bowl snack Sup- food connoisseur. No, it, I didn't see it's that. It's you, in Preston, with a, with a football helmet and a cheese wedge Aww. and the whole thing. It's a graphic I had no idea we had. I like that. All right, listen, we do need to take a break. Uh, we got David Keckner who's coming up in a little bit. And with all this uh, food chat, let's give away a $50 gift card for Piccadilly Inn. Piccadilly in, in Shamong, New Jersey. They brought something that's, I don't know what it is, but it's like it's almost like a, 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 there's a, like a bread thing around the chicken, and it's delicious. Uh, I'll have to go take yeah. a look at that. Uh, by the way, visit. We'll take call number fifteen two one five two six three WMMR. You can visit Piccadilly.com for big game party packs starting at just fifty five dollars. That include ribs, award winning wings, pulled pork, and even carry out cocktails and growlers. Shamona. All right, so Piccadilly. Call <laughs> fifteen two one five two six three WMMR. 
We will be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Are we playing more Foo Fighters? Yeah! Right, we're going to play another Foo Fighters check in a moment. Stay with us. WMMR.com, the website for everything that rocks. Music news, events, photo galleries, contests, MMR gear in the rock shop, and more. All at WMMR.com. By the way, there's no pit in that avocado. I'm telling you, man. I looked at side-by-side comparisons of pictures with pits and without pits, and there ain't no pit in that thing. Well, this is going to blow your mind, but the Smithsonian just confirmed there's a pit in that thing. Dear God. Well, our, our text poll has said that uh, people believe there's a pit, but we pull up a pull up a side-by-side picture of a cut avocado with pit and without pit, and you'll see it. Actually, Derek Pitt's from... Uh... <laughs> From the Franklin Institute. Yeah, pit in it. He's pro pit. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Steve, um, we got a little bit of time for uh, David Keckner's going to be on. Uh, and this is from an earlier conversation. No, not that case. Mm. Uh, we have the Royal Casino music. Oh, the, the Casino Bert. Royale. Oh, it's a, oh, I'm sorry. I read that yeah. incorrectly. Uh, from Burt Backrack. Yes. So we never got to play that. We played the, the Swing Out Sister. Yes. And uh, the other songs. But you'll, you'll recognize this. All right. So here we go. Hang on. <laughs> For junk drawer, you like it? Yeah, that's perfect. Hang on, check. I love that Tijuana brass sound. Yeah. I... <laughs> um. <laughs> Now I'm thinking of a oh you know what I'm thinking of the, which, which made me think of that is the uh, the dating game thing song yes along those lines it sounds like little farts yeah. it really does it sounds like... uh, that would be in the butt Bob oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm thinking of a different theme song. What's that? They, that's, they had two different. There was all a, the same. They had two different. There was a. 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 Uh, somebody says it sounds like the Cannonball Run song. No, not quite. No. That one's pretty awesome, too. They would st- hmm. Remember. They, the dating game would start with the dating game theme and end with Comfortably Numb. Oh, <laughs> really would. Uh, wait a second. Uh, what is this? It's talking about the avocado pit, but the way oh, that they wrote it. They wrote avocado. A-B-B-A. <laughs> oh, it's one of the Fat Albert kids. See, <laughs> avocado. Avocado. That would be uh, Marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, ah, this is it. That's Cannibal Run. Yes. All right, I have another piece of audio to play. Okay. And it is uh, on Jimmy Kimmel. Tom Brady was reading mean tweets about himself. <laughs> and these were some savage. Some of them are pretty savage. Really? Yeah, yeah. But but he was he he, he was having fun with it. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's hear some of this. Here we go. Tom Brady seems like the kind of man who doesn't know how to use a wrench. (laughs) 
kind of true. Hi, I'm Tom Brady, and I'm a crybaby, and I have a butthole in my chin. <laughs> All right, I like that one. Butthole? Can we be real for a moment? Is there really anyone you'd rather see dropped in a vat of rendered bacon fat than Tom Brady? <laughs> Hope everyone has a great Monday, except for Tom Brady. <laughs> you, Tom Brady. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tom Brady, you suck booty. You ugly. You suck. You throw like a fat lady with a flabby arm and a little girl butt face. <laughs> Hashtag Tom Brady. Hashtag suck. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Tom Brady, you fat bitch. I hope you cry. <laughs> I do cry, too. <laughs> F*** you, Tom Brady. I hope this loss depresses you so bad that you hardly have sex with your super model wife <laughs> in your giant mansion. <laughs> oh, my God. I have no comment to that. Do you ever watch, listen to Tom Brady speak and think to yourself, this is the personification of an actual butthole taking <laughs> I hate Tom Brady so much, but I had no legit reason to. He's a nice guy, but I hope they break his leg. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's harsh. Oh, that I love harsh. when they read tweets about themselves. <laughs> They're great. Here's the last one. Tom Brady really is a good QB, but he will forever be known as a Bitch. <laughs> F you, Tom Brady. I hope your dog eats chocolate and gets really sick and throws up on your sock. That's <laughs> wow. You don't wish bad against no, his you can't. dog. No. dog, for crying no. out loud. Marissa hates him, right? Yeah, she does. It's it's a shame. He's going to win this weekend. Yeah? You yeah. think so? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I do. All right. Is this, uh, is this our guest? Is it's it? early. Oh, oh, man, I, oh, I wish he didn't hear me say that. <laughs> He's a Chiefs fan. Yes, he is. All right, well, let's get him on. Uh, he is on to talk about the right one available on Apple TV and on demand today. Please welcome, we've had him on many times before, Mr. David Kecker yeah. is joining us. Hey, David. Hey, great to be here with the legends, the legends <laughs> in the game. How are you? Hey, <laughs> we're doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm, I'm wonderful, as always. Excellent. Uh, Casey was talking about your big Chiefs fan. Yes, the biggest. The biggest, huh? Well, near the top. Okay. Near the job. I'm sure, I'm sure the, <laughs> the biggest in this house. The biggest in my house for sure. How okay. Well, let me ask you this. So we were wondering and trying to get a handle on uh, excitement level. For this Super Bowl, obviously yours is going to be a little bit more uh, increased. But still, in general, it does have a weird feeling about it, simply by the fact that it's going to be a weird Super Bowl, correct? Yes, because of the uh, limited capacity of the fans. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Have you, did, you make any, did you make any bid to try to get into it? No, no. I went last year with my brother. Uh, we're both longtime Chiefs fans since we were kids. And uh, this year, it's just there's just too much. And, uh, you know, I... Was it going to make the trip? Okay. Yeah. I, what, what's the is it is it 32% capacity? What'd they go up to? I think they're going to have like 25,000, 25,000 people. Yeah, something like that. And then wow. they're going to, in between, wow. they're going to have all the cardboard cut out. So it's going to sound packed and it's going to look packed. So that's kind of cool. Okay. 
Hey, David, I just recently saw a picture, and I had never seen it before, of Len Dawson uh, at halftime, and it might have actually been in the Super Bowl. Uh, he's just sitting there in the locker room smoking a cigarette. Did you see this picture? <laughs> I have. I saw, I've seen that years ago. Isn't that incredible? It's amazing. And I would love to see, a, like, a TV show or a movie you know, with that as the as the basis, that is like you know that was those were your like world class athletes at the time. You know they and and you know the, the baseball players used to smoke in the dugout, and you know I, I just I was just so blown away by that. It's crazy, right? Time moves on, but you look at that and go, "Why would you do that?" This guy must have been dying for a buck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Well, listen. We could go on and on, but we know you got a you got a show that you definitely want to uh, to promote. It's available on Apple TV and on demand today. Uh, then coming out on uh, Blu-ray and DVD and and all this good stuff. Uh, but tell us about the right one. Your involvement in it. What it's about for people who don't know. Uh, the right one is a romantic comedy. I do believe it is my first uh, full romantic comedy. Other than uh, the other romantic comedy I was in called Anchorman, where a champ kind declares his love. <laughs> You were romantically involved with Ron Burgundy. That's right. His musk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this this has our our, our friend uh, Nick Thune, who is a, uh, a, a a number of comedians are in this. He's a talented guy, and uh, uh, you have a, a few others. You play the boss in this, correct? Uh, like a there's a uh, yeah. it's a classic rom com. Yes, it is. Uh, Nick is wonderful. He gets his first starring role. You guys do know him. He's a wonderful stand up comic. Uh, no, she's great. She's great. <laughs> David. She, she, she gosh darn me. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hard F-ball yeah, right there, man. Yeah, we, we appreciate it, though. It's all yeah. good. Oh, whoops. Whoopsie. Uh, anyway, she, gosh darn it. <laughs> so... So there's this this woman who has, uh, um, um, if I get this correct, Cleopatra Coleman, who I loved on uh, The Last Man on Earth. Uh, she's uh, very talented. She's a uh, she's a romance writer, and she has a writer's block. Correct? Yes. All right. And then uh, uh, Nick comes in. He plays multiple characters, I guess, in her head, and uh, then then love might ensue. Uh, with comedy all around, and they're saying, now the people are saying, some people say it's uh, the best uh, rom-com for the season. Of course, the season being um, after the Super Bowl, being uh, set up the season for uh, Valentine's Day. There you go. It ties, it dovetails rather nicely. Now, you, your, your character of the boss is a complete blues traveler fan. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? When I was on SNL, that was the first musical guest, where the, where the traveler. So that was kind of funny for me. What, what about uh, you yourself? Are you are, are you a fan yourself? A blue traveler, sure. I mean, you know, obviously they've uh, they've fallen off, but uh, they were great guys. Yeah. My, my memory, we actually partied after the show. You remember this? My apartment in New York City. You did? Yeah, swear to God. You remember the story, John Popper? It's true. Um, he 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 actually was uh, was pleasuring himself and had a heart attack. You know that happened in your apartment. <laughs> 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 who, do you, who, who do you think was helping? <laughs> you, you, you were giving him. You were giving him the use of your hand, huh? Wow. <laughs> That's a hell of a they, harmonica. <laughs> yeah, he, he has to play the harmonica. Here, you play, I'll do all the work. <laughs> yeah, well, there's your next rom com. 
God. That's hilarious. So, so is it weird because you're on the set and you have, I mean, obviously you have these very attractive people around you. There's a different vibe to a Rob Com. You're playing a, a, a quirky character. I always, like, every time I'm around, when actors or people that are, you know, who do this stuff or are meant to be in these romance things come in, they're always like flawlessly perfect. I always, I'm uncomfortable around people like that. You know, what's, what's your take on that? Do you, do, you, do you feel out of place or how is it for you on a set like that? Well, I'm not comfortable in my own skin anyway. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just well, natural. Know, uh, all, all of my scenes were with Nick Soon, so I had no romance going whatsoever. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, what, what's the status, I want to ask you, because I know the Goldberg shot a few new um, episodes and you've been on. They've given you a, a new wife, which is uh, cool. Yes. Uh, and uh, what's yes, the status yes. of school? Are you going to be on school as well? School did not come back. It did not make the cut. Really? Sadly. I know. I know. I know. Although Tim Meadows, I was in uh, 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 an episode with Tim Meadows earlier this year when they are doing game night. Uh, It's a clue-type game we played, and and Timmy was in that. Uh, And you know him from school as well. But, no, yeah, school didn't make back. Oh, that that sucks. It was a a solid show. Uh, But the Goldbergs, thank God, at least we still have that. Yeah. Was this was this movie shot in, under pandemic uh, situation, or did it predate the pandemic? Predate. It, it shot in September 2019. I was actually working on Bless This Mess at the time, and I didn't have much time. And Nick called me as a favor to do the show. I said, sure, why not? Who doesn't want to make a movie? And I, I flew up on a Saturday night, shot all of my scenes in one day. Wow. And uh, just back to back to back. I know. And then flew back Sunday night. So it was it was quite a whirlwind. It was fun, though. What what have you been doing with uh, with obviously the restrictions on filming and so on? I'm sure you've you've always got some kind of project happening. Have you been uh, maybe doing in the voiceover field or what? What's been uh, work uh, for a David Keckner as of late? Yeah, things came back in September here in Los Angeles. Very strict protocols. If you're going to work that week, you'll you, uh, typically go in on a Sunday and get a test, and then Monday morning you'll do a rapid test again, and then uh, if you're working all week, you get tested Wednesday and Friday. So the very strict protocols, like anybody that's on the set with you or anybody touches you, like hair, makeup, or wardrobe, they're all wearing uh, full uh, PPE. So they're wearing a mask, a fa- uh, they're wearing a mask, a face mask, and uh, gloves and a gown. Huh. It's, it's really rigid. Yeah. Have Have you so become? Uh, have you? But, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I just saying it's it's very strict standards, and I have not heard of anybody uh, coming down with anything on those any of those lots that I've worked on. Have Good. you become uh, desensitized to the uh, the nose swab? Can you can you you know go deep oh, now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your gag reflux. How deep can you go? Invite <laughs> John Popper over. <laughs> there you go. I will allow anyone to go deep on me. About that. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is the dirtiest interview ever. Yeah, yeah, I love it. If you can do it without your nose running, you're a champ. So. <laughs> That's right, exactly. You do it and you blow your nose, you're on, on, on the way. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Excellent. The build-up's the worst thing. Everybody thinks it's going to be so bad. I, my kids have been swabbed a couple times, and boy, they, they like to make the noise about it. Like, come on. Yeah. D- David, it's in, the worst thing that happens to you in life. It's great. Yeah, great. D- David, mainland China, they're doing anal swabs, so tell them they're ahead of the game <laughs> <Yep>. here. <laughs> True. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if it, if, it, if it took less time, I'd go, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, David. It's great to have some uh, some new stuff out to uh, to watch you in. Just reminding everybody, the right one is available on Apple TV and on demand today, and then it'll be out on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, coming out on the night. So we will definitely see you in that, and hopefully we'll see you in person uh, out this way in Philadelphia in the not-too-distant future. Cannot wait. I want to say one last thing. During the pandemic, I created a business called Hey Good Meeting. Check it out online. Hey Good Meeting. I've got an entertainment company for business that provides Zoom entertainment, fatigue relief, and also morale building. So check that out as well. And uh, the right one, dropping today. All right, gang. Excellent. Uh, always a pleasure. And uh, like you said, look forward to seeing you in person. Absolutely. Awesome, Have a good weekend. David Kackner, guys, yeah. on his way. Champ kind. Interesting. And, uh, <laughs> by the way, speaking of um, of uh, Anchorman, I was telling Steve, you know, we've watched a few of the um, Super Bowl commercials, and I've, I've been pretty underwhelmed. I finally saw one. That made me chuckle. Right. That I got a kick out of. And it's Will Ferrell is in it. And so, you know, obviously he's in I'll have he's to look for Anchorman. Uh, but have you guys seen it yet? It has Not to yet. do with a uh, battling Norway for um, electric car superiority. Uh-uh. It's it's actually, it's a good one. So so that gave me hope that, you know, there might be some good entertaining things coming up. You know what I wanted to remind I, I don't know if you remember this, but they, they when Anchorman 2 came out, they released, remember Adam McKay released a second version of that movie. Yeah. With all the alternate Yes. Uh, you know, and uh, I watched that alternate version the other night, and uh, it's great. I, yeah. I mean, you have basically two movies with the same plot, but different delivery uh, system. You know, it's different jokes, yeah. and it's just an amazing thing to see. Nice. All right, listen, I want to take a break, but not before I give away another $50 gift card for Piccadilly Inn, who are here. And. We'll take caller number 11 at 215-263-WMMR, and you will be set up. And don't forget, you can get your orders in now. Take advantage of the picks, fast, easy, and safe drive through and curbside pickup, and you never have to get out of your car. This, <laughs> this stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, their website is com, and Lily spelled L-I-L-L-I, Lily. <laughs> Shamon, New Jersey. Shamon. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, we'll take uh, whatever caller I said at 215. <laughs> I think it was 11. Call number 11 to 215-263-WMMR. We'll say, yeah, we'll come back in a second. We'll get into the bizarre file and listen. We, the President and Steve Show, will have our final No Sad Dough contest. Chance to win 500 bucks. We're wrapping it up today. So don't forget to be a part of each and every one of them with your chance to win that money. We'll be right back. Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop. Like t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. With designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve Show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals, all with the MMR attitude you expect. Plus a few things to keep your pie hole happy, like coffee mugs and masks. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. All right, we have uh, we have about enough time to do a bizarre file and then have a chance for you to win $500, which is a wonderful thing. And don't forget, this is the last 
day of no sad dough. Oh yeah. Um, so we'll we'll give you your second chance of the day, and then there's only five after that. So don't miss your opportunities today. No case. I need you to switch. It's mm. it's uh, nine fifty three. So we have time to do the bizarre file first, and then we will do the no sad dough. So here we go. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. All right, we're going to start with this. Police are searching for a gunman who stole chicken and waffles from a Roscoe's location in Pasadena after employees say he was turned away from the restaurant to refusing uh, for refusing to wear a mask. What did you say? Uh, for officers, yes, officers responded to the armed robbery at the Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles. Uh, Robert Gonzalez, who works at the restaurant as a cook, says the man... Hi, I'm Gene Simmons, and this is America's Most Wanted Chicken <laughs> Have you seen this man? <laughs> uh, he says that the man was told to leave after he refused to put on a mask, but he soon returned with a gun and was not after the money. Gonzalez first saw the man from behind arguing with two of his co-workers. So Gonzalez approached him to see what the issue was and realized that the man was armed. He said the guy just said, put all the chicken in the bag. Uh, and I, I, You know what? There are times I've sort of been there. I don't think I'd pull a gun on anybody, but I get it. Well, so Gonzalez said, hey, I understand we have some good chicken, <laughs> but man. <laughs> Gonzalez said the gunman then chased him around the kitchen a bit, but he got distracted <laughs> and he fled. I mean, if you're going to rob a chicken joint, you probably should steal some chicken too, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the man eventually made off with a couple of orders that were waiting to be picked up. Uh, I always think of the, the terrorists in Die Hard when the, the guy reaches over into the candy counter. Yeah. He's oh, there right. anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the cook said that he saw the gunman flee in an awaiting vehicle driven by a woman as he got into his own car. Uh, no injuries were reported. Only the food was taken, and authorities have not yet released a description of the man being sought after. A bizarre home invasion was caught on surveillance video Saturday morning. Shows a naked man armed with a baseball bat breaking oh into a house. Yeah. Uh, luckily, nobody was at home when it happened, but the video is nonetheless frightening. The homeowner, Scott Fezal, said the gentleman had no clothes on. It just seemed like a scene out of a horror movie. Fezal and his family were more than 1,000 miles away in Virginia when the home invasion happened. Authorities said that the nude intruder, who has been identified as Guy Dixon... Walked around the the family's home at approximately 11 a.m. and even tried to get into the backyard through the locked gate. Hi, the name is Guy Jackson. Here's my penis. Uh, eventually, <laughs> he found his way into the backyard and with a baseball bat, smashed his way into the living room. And video shows him wandering through the home with alarms sounding in the background. I just did a whole heck of a lot of meth. Uh, Fezal said that he decided to move his family out of state about a month ago. He said crime was part of the reason because where he lives seemed to be getting worse. And he's grateful that he listened to his gut. And glad to see the naked guy who broke into his home has been caught. This is terrible news, but a reminder of how dangerous it can be. The bodies of three missing skiers buried in a backcountry avalanche in the northern San Juan Mountains in Colorado have been found. Seth Bossung, Andy Jessen, and Adam Palmer had been discovered. Officials say conditions were too treacherous for a helicopter to retrieve the bodies, and they would have to wait until a break in the weather for a helicopter to fly in. Officials uh, said that crews worked for 12 hours on Wednesday to recover the bodies. They were buried under 20 feet of of avalanche debris. You were talking about the 
the thing now, the airbag, the yeah. uh, the deployment system. That so that would seem to be a necessity if you're going to go in an area that might be prone to avalanche. Yeah, if you're back country now, yeah. I don't know if those guys had that stuff with them right. or not, and if they if they did, whether you know it, it was deployed or not. But all three were good friends. They were experienced backcountry skiers. Oh. Uh, four skiers, all part of a larger group, were fully buried in Monday slide, um, which occurred in a backcountry area known locally as the Nose. Uh, the group was able to recover one of the four who survived with minor injuries. It's still unclear what prevented them uh, from reaching the remaining three. So that's a, that's a tragedy. Uh, we'll go with something different. A woman and two men were arrested early Tuesday after police say they demanded that officers shovel out their car when it became stuck in snow. Shovel! Police say the situation went downhill when officers told the trio they had to call a tow truck. Yeah. And the suspects in suing anger led to their arrest. Police arrested Bianca Torres, Nathaniel Chickering, and Michael Rodriguez. Do people and- think that's a, a police job to shovel out your car? Well... I'll I'll tell you more about this. So an officer on patrol came up uh, to a sedan stuck in the snowbank. The car lost control and crashed into a pile of snow. All three of the vehicle uh, vehicle's occupants were trying to push the car from the snow. Uh, During this time, multiple city and commercial plow vehicles had had come to a standstill because they were holding up traffic. So when the officer tried to speak to the driver, Torres, uh, the officer was immediately met with angry people demanding the officer get a shovel and help them dig and push the vehicle out of the snowbank. The officer called for a tow truck and began to direct traffic to try and alleviate the traffic-related concerns. So he's got another job yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, um, But during the time, Torres repeatedly said officers should dig her out. And once the tow truck arrived, Chickering told officers that no one was going to tow the car and then walked into the travel lane to argue further blocking traffic. Because of, of his behavior, police arrested him. Rodriguez then tried to get the officer to release Chickering, striking the officer in the stomach. Police then arrested Rodriguez, and when Torres intervened, they arrested her. And upon searching Chickering, they discovered uh, possessing, he possessed a spring-loaded knife as well. Uh, so okay, yeah. probably not a good idea. And look, they had a job to do. They could have gotten it towed out, and they were just uh, pissed off and stupid on top of it. All right, and then we'll do one last story, and we will wrap it up. Let's go with this one. Here is another winner right here. <laughs> Police say a woman uh, they arrested for refusing to pull over during a traffic stop told officers she didn't pull over because she felt like it was the right thing to do. Now, police say <laughs> Hannah Clevenger was driving more than 70 miles per hour, weaving in and out of her lane and splitting the lane line of two lanes God, with her I car. That. I, I hate that. It really pisses me off. So an officer pulled up behind her with his lights on. The officer watched as Clevinger uh, looked at him through the uh, driver's side mirror but did not pull over. He then activated his siren to get her attention. Police say she still wouldn't pull over. The two then came to a red light, and Clevinger stopped her car. The officer got out of his car to talk to her, and she just stared at him without saying a word. And when the light turned green... She took off. This, we have a picture of Clevenger up in the studio. This is the oh, one I was showing you dear. yesterday, oh Casey. I know. I told her, I'm like, Here, here's my new profile pic. She looks like wow. a complete lunatic. She looks insane. Uh, so police say Clevenger told the officer that she remembered. So anyway, uh, she was found at her home the next day where they arrested her. Police say that uh, she told the officer that she remembered who he was and that she didn't stop for him because she, quote, felt like it was the right thing to do. So she was booked on account of unlawful flight from a law enforcement officer, which is a Class 5 felony, by the way. She's the Wilford Brimley defense. It's the right thing to do. That's right. <laughs> All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. And it's time. 93.3 WMMR presents... No, Santa! 
All right, our last time to share this with you. Let's get you on board and have you be a winner. This hour's keyword is funds with a D there, F-U-N-D-S, as in money, funds. It's kind of hard to say on the radio and make sure that that the D is heard. F-U-N-D-S. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do so via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911, or to also be entered in the $10,000 grand prize. Enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins 500 bucks in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by Stakem. So once again, funds is the word. F-U-N-D-S. A good luck to you. We're going to take a break. we got more stuff to give away. And we got some music news and trash and all that stuff coming up. We're right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We welcome you, if you're just joining us on this Friday, just a quick reminder uh, that we do have the No Sad Dough wrapping up today. All right, a few more chances before the day's up. In fact, you still got like two minutes left if you want to get the word funds over to us, F-U-N-D-S, for this opportunity to win $500. And then there's five more chances today, and then that wraps up. So get on that, all right? In the meantime... Uh, we're going to give something else away. We're going to do uh, today's lesson question, and we are going to give away one of Stephen Singer's famous real 24-karat gold dip roses. Question I have for you this morning is, when they're watching the Super Bowl, what do Transformers like to eat? <laughs> 215263. WMMR. All right, when they're watching the Super Bowl, what do Transformers like to eat? We had a discussion about snacks That's and what true. you're eating at yeah. the Super Bowl, and this is what Transformers eat. And while you're calling in, we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Gwynedd Mercy University. Their graduate programs have proven professors who can help propel you to the next level. Visit them at gmercyu.edu. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, supermodel Gigi Hadid telling Vogue that her daughter Kai was an effortless natural birth that required no epidural. Not only that, Hadid says when she stood up, all of her baby weight fell off. One of the doves used in the Prince video for when doves cry passed away at Paisley Park yesterday. House staff apparently found Divinity the Dove face down in a huge pile of cocaine. Oh, my so sad. God. And finally, Khloe Kardashian wants another baby with Tristan Thompson so daughter True can have a playmate. The problem with the arrangement is Thompson himself can't seem to stop having playmates. Yeah. And that's your Hollywood <laughs> trick. Right. Let's see if you indeed were listening and you know the answer to this question. Uh, when they're watching the Super Bowl, what do Transformers like to snack on? What are they eat? 215-263-WMMR. And I'll go to John. Hey, John. How you doing? Good morning. All right. Good morning, good morning John. When they're watching the Super Bowl, what do Transformers eat? Bronze. Bronze. They treat themselves. You're right, John. Hang on. We are going to give you one of Stephen Singer's famous real 24 karat gold dip roses. Valentine's Day right around the corner, and you can order yours now only at IHateStevenSinger.com. As we are about 
take another break. Well, as we're actually getting ready to do music news, I would like to give away another $50 gift card to pick a lily in. Lily. 215-263-WMMR. Let's take call number eight. And I'll give it to you. And every piccalilli in order comes with reheating instructions to ensure that your food is fresh, hot, and delicious, whether you pick up on game day or schedule ahead of time. So call number nice. eight. You get this $50 gift card from Piccalilli. 215 263 Lily, 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 Music WMMR. All righty. Let's do a couple of stories here. We're going to start with this, and we had an entertainment news earlier this morning. But uh, Marilyn Manson's Hollywood home, <clears throat> excuse me, was visited by police on Wednesday evening after a friend asked that a wellness check be done after not being able to get in touch with Manson. A spokesperson for the police department told E! News that there was no evidence of any trouble. Officers made contact with someone who indicated that there was no trouble at all. And at the end of the day... They said that's what happens when someone doesn't answer their phone. Manson reportedly never came to the door during the visit. All right. Um, his Who ex- did come to the door, do we know? No, I don't know. They didn't indicate. Uh, his ex-wife, Dita Von Tees, has gone on the record stating that during their one-year marriage, there was no physical violence. On Wednesday, she posted a statement on social media, which reads... I've been processing the news that broke Monday regarding Marilyn Manson. To those who have expressed your concerns and my well-being, I appreciate your kindness. Please know that the details made public do not match my personal experience during our seven years together as a couple. Had they, I would not have married him in December 2005. I left 12 months later due to infidelity and drug abuse. Abuse of any kind has no place in any relationship, and I urge those of you who have incurred abuse to take steps to heal and the strength to fully realize yourself. This is my sole statement on this matter. Thank you for respecting this request. Uh, so that does continue. Uh, and Trent Reznor has also stood with the women who have made accusations against Manson. Pitchfork reports that Reznor has strongly denied a story that recently resurfaced from Manson's 1998 memoir, which claimed that the two had sexually and physically assaulted a woman who was barely conscious. Reznor stated, I have been a vo- I've been vocal over the years about my dislike of Manson as a person and cut ties with him nearly 25 years ago. As I said at the time, the passage from Manson's memoir is a complete fabrication. I was infuriated and offended back when it came out and remains so today. There's going to be more on this. We'll let you know what goes on. Out today, Foo Fighters' 10th album, the eagerly anticipated Medicine at Midnight. This marks the Foo Fighters' first new studio set since 2017's chart-topping Concrete and Gold. <laughs> Excuse me, which was uh, also uh, co-produced by Greg uh, Kirsten. Uh, Dave Grohl's 14-year-old daughter, Violet, makes uh, some background appearances on the album's opening track, which is called Making a Fire, so you can hear her on vocals. Uh, during a chat with USA Today, Dave explained that uh, due to the pandemic, the release uh, date of Medicine at Midnight suddenly took a more important role than any of the past albums had. He said there was a series of conversations like, should we do it now? It's uh, not a good time. What about now? No, no. And everyone realized that wasn't going to happen anytime soon. We made these songs to share, and it's time to share them. Drummer Taylor Hawkins shed light on the musical variety on the new album. He said it's almost like two records in one. You got your disco, dancey, groove-oriented album, 
And then uh, the other half is pretty traditional Foo Fighters rock music. So if you don't like the dancey bits, just fast forward then. Uh, Dave went on to say that uh, pushing the musical boundaries, the landscape this time, uh, <clears throat> seemed appropriate, admitting it was entirely intentional. He said, knowing that 2020 would be our 25th anniversary, and this is our 10th album, I decided the best way to celebrate would be uh, Groove. What a bummer if we made some orchestrated uh, acoustic uh, dirge to celebrate our retirement. And that's not how I roll. I'm the last guy at the bar every night. So I wanted this to be the soundtrack to that. Uh, We all grew up, and I referenced this earlier when we played that most recent song, Sly and the Family Stone, he said. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, Steely Dan, David Bowie. And rock and roll makes you want to move. Uh, this is the album uh, that uh, you do the Molly Ringwald Breakfast Club dance to. Ah, very cool. <clears throat> so I like they're getting uh, rhythmic in a sense of kind of um, uh, a motion-feeling record, which is uh, really cool. So good for them. And we have uh, the Fooper Bowl weekend taking place. It's going to be blocks of Foo Fighters every hour through the weekend. And then on Sunday, we are going to do a special halftime show at 6 p.m., which is going to be an hour of the best live uh, Foo Fighters. And don't forget, every hour, we're going to have your chance to, uh, well, I don't know if the the chance to win every hour, but we are going to have a chance for you to win the new album via digital downloads. Excellent. Listen up this week. And by the way, some texts are coming in saying Jackie and uh, Brent did a fantastic job last night. I love that. Tracking it and somebody says, interesting album so I don't know what that exactly means. Interesting can mean good or bad, but yeah. or they're uh, undecided on it so we'll have to see. <clears throat> uh, the Pretty Reckless have shared the official video for the new single, And So It Went, and of course that features guitarist Tom Morello on that song. Taylor Momsen said of the single, the world has been in such a state of civil unrest, and So It Went basically comes from that vision. As a songwriter, I feel like I'm not here to preach. I use music to observe and communicate what I see around me. Uh, This song felt like the perfect storm for Tom Morello to join in and rip the sound waves apart with his guitar. It it was more than a pleasure having him add his unique, defining sound to the song. And it definitely stands out. When you hear it, you're like, wait, what's that? It's kind of a cool video. Have you seen it? I'm watching clips of it right now. Yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, Morello added, I got to perform with Taylor Momsen at the Chris Cornell Memorial Show. We rocked loud love, and she nailed it. No easy task. And thank goodness she and her band continue to fly the flag of rock and roll in a mighty way. Pretty Reckless will release their fourth album, Death by Rock and Roll, and that's coming up on the 12th. So next week is when that will be out. And then finally, uh, I didn't know this, but Tool's Maynard James Keenan revealed that he has been hospitalized with a second attack of COVID-19 while he was still recovering from the effects of the first. In a new interview, it revealed that he was infected again in mid-November after first uh, contracting COVID in February of last year. Uh, This time, he ended up in the emergency room after being unable to breathe. He said, uh, I could barely put two words together without going into a coughing fit. It ended up kind of also progressing into pneumonia. So if I stayed in the hospital, they said, okay, we can keep you here, but you're fighting 12 other people for a bed and a ventilator that we don't have. So what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, I need to breathe and I need to sleep. He continued saying, so you're just treating symptoms at that point. There's nothing you can do other than treat the symptom. He said, use a real cough medicine, not the crap over the counter, and then like an inhaler and some antibiotics to fight the pneumonia 
And then he says you just strap the F in. Yeah. And you, yeah. And you hopefully, hopefully make it out on the other side. A lot of times they say the ventilators exacerbate the issue. And so there you go. He managed to get past it. So that's good. And that is what I have in music news for you. We've played a couple of the tracks from uh, the new Foo Fighters album. We're going to play another one when we get back. And I'm going to do this one more time. I have my last $50 Pick a Lily Inn gift card. And this time we'll take caller number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. God, you got to love Harvey Corman. (laughs) It's just too much. Hedy Lamar. Headley. 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 You can sue her ass. So... Uh, we'll take caller number, I forgot what I said, 18? No, yeah. No, Jesus. No, whatever. Yeah. I, listen, I never, I just pull it out of my ass oh, yeah. when I say it. Yeah. And sometimes I don't listen to myself. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Looking for a place to watch a big game? Well, the pick has you covered with $3 domestic drafts, $5 crafts, and the best wings in South Jersey. Visit Piccalilly.com. We'll take a break and word of the week prize given away when we get back. So make sure you stay with us. The big game, a football day filled with chicken wings, spinach dip, and those little cocktail weenies. But here at MMR, we've got a very different treat in mind. The new Foo Fighters album, Madison at Midnight, arrives this Friday. And to celebrate, MMR is having a Foo Per Bowl weekend. Okay. What? Someone was using Grohl Bowl. We'll be playing a slew of Foo. New album tracks, deep cuts, the hits, interview clips, and more. Plus, plenty of chances to win the new LP. And tune in Sunday at 6 p.m. and enjoy MMR's halftime show. Foo Fighters, live in concert. You guys want another Song. It's a Foo Per Bowl weekend from the station that can admit and also came up with Foo Brewery. 93.3 WMMR. Love Dies Young. That's a new one from uh, Foo Fighters. 93.3 WMMR. Another one of those more rhythmic type songs. Driving straight ahead. Uh, tempo. And I hear little wisps of, uh, of Coldplay in there. Huh. Not vocally, but um, the, musically with that kind of uh, big sound. But uh, interesting. I heard Barracuda in the beginning. Yeah, I, You know what I heard? Um, oh, man. Uh, oh, I heard uh, Keep Yourself Alive. Yes. From uh, Queen. Keep Yourself Alive. And a little bit of soulful strut, don't you think? Yes. Isn't it funny though when when you do hear new songs from artists that you know? Yeah, you immediately start to compare. At least I do other songs, other I artists, do. and and say I hear a little bit of this, I hear a little bit of that. Uh, it hasn't it hasn't gotten its own identity yet. No, so, so therefore you kind of start to pick out other pieces of music that remind you of that. That's what I always do anyway. That reminded me of the theme to the Burt Bacharach Casino Royale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah which a little bit. if on second listen. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I hear that. <laughs> All right. New Foo Fighters. Just say that. I was going to say I heard a little bit of Space People in oh, it as well. Space yeah. People? I, oh, well, right. I don't know if <laughs> Let me see. put my finger on it. Yeah. Right they come from space, so they don't come from here. 
That part. Yeah, yeah, right in there. I heard it. Okay. Ah, it's Friday. It is. Yeah. Oh, we have arrived. See how we're? Do you hear it? You hear the release right now? That's you later on today. Trust me, it's getting there. You'll you know, be you, there. When you get out of the car and the pneumatic suspension system adjusts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love that about buses yeah. when they pull up and like like those big coaches and they go, yeah. <laughs> God damn, these people are heavy. And they lower down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, dear God, I can sit down for a minute. That's what the bus is saying. <laughs> wow. Uh, thank you to David Keckner for being on the show this hey! morning. What's that? Profanity league. Oh, my God. He dropped a huge (laughs) F-bomb. The right one is the new movie he's promoting. It's available on digital and on uh, uh, digital today and on demand. And uh, worldwide will be Blu-ray, DVD, February 9th. So thank you to him. And thank you to Piccolilly. The Piccolilly Inn, award-winning Buffalo Wings and Tails. And you can get uh, all you can eat, bro. (laughs) At Piccalilly.com, uh, 866 U.S. 206 in Shamon, New Jersey. Shamon. That's where you'll find him. And you know what? We can go back to, after this week is over, uh, to saying, we, we've fallen off of saying no sad bro. I know. Because we've been mans- busy saying no sad dough. And there's still a few chances uh, today, and then that's it. And then we'll go back to no sad bro. How you doing, bro? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Were you meditating there for a moment, or what? Your eyes were closed. You were kind of drifting off, and just in the peace and love yeah, that man. you talked about earlier. Okay. That I am every day, every day, <laughs> peace and love. Yeah, yeah. You are peace and love. Some though well, you beat yourself up. I if if I make a stupid yeah. mistake, I will curse like a longshoreman. Yes, and it comes flying out. <laughs> but you are the you are the subject of your own tirade. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ang- I'm not yelling yeah. at anyone other than myself. You. Blanking it, I almost said it. I mean, I, I curse a lot in regular everyday vocabulary, and um, which I got from my mother, who was an English teacher, <laughs> um, and would correct my grammar, but then proceed to curse. Um, and so I curse a lot, and then um, if I make a, a boo boo, I will will yet a huge string of profanities will come streaming out, and then it's gone, and then I'm back to peace and love. It's yeah. a Dr. Yeah. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing. It's a primal scream thing. I don't want anyone to come inside this head because <laughs> it's a scary place to be. Yeah. And then uh, and then I'll just go into my dulcet presentation. Yeah. <laughs> Mother F F F F S S S S F F F. All right. And that was Led Zeppelin. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> what you hear. All right. We need to get a letter from you, so let's do this thing. Okay. Right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by the letter. Y as in yo. All right. And we now need a caller. Let's take number four at 215-263-WMMR. We have a very cool getaway for you if you know the word of the week. So the fourth caller, 215-263-WMMR. That is where we will start. So that's coming up. Uh, speaking of coming up, what's happening on the program today? What was that movie where um, that actor goes to that other actor and and he goes to her? Whatever her name is in the movie. Whatever goes on in that head of yours, one of God's great mysteries... Okay. <laughs> I thought. You I, want me to Google it? Monty, would, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. No, it's that other actor guy. So it's one of the other. Nicholas Cage. Okay. Nicholas Cage. Um, and he says it to someone, 
Um, I okay. thought it was Clark We're Gable. We're narrowing it down now. Nicholas but... Cage said something to Clark Gable? Uh-huh. No. Um, no. I thought it was Clark Gable who ushered the line uh, or uttered the line. Maybe he ushered someone, too. Oh, he says to... Uh, he says to um, Scarlet. Scarlet, uh, you an idiot. Okay. You an idiot. <laughs> no. I, this is... Um, he's, the, Nicholas Cage says to some woman, like Scarlet... Scarlet, what goes on in that head of yours is one of God's great oh, mysteries. Maybe from um, um, Raising Arizona? I think it's from Raising Arizona. Okay. I think you're zoning in on it. Wild at heart, Nick Cage as Sailor Ripley. The way your head works is God's own private mystery. That'd be Laura Dern, then. Yep. Oh, ding that's dirty a weird dern, movie. Yeah. Ding, dirty, dirty, dern. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's Nick Cage and Laura Dern? I don't think that's Let's the just one. say that's it. <laughs> Let's just say that's it. What were you asking, Preston? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, do you need a ride to the airport? <laughs> I'm ready to drive you. <laughs> I am ready. Let's go. Oh, what's on the show? Where are we going? Thank you. Ah. We're going off into space. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the show today, we'll have one more presentation on this program of No Sad Dough at uh, noon and 2 p.m. And then Jackson again at 6 and 8 p.m. No, ja- Jackson again at 4 and 6 p.m. <laughs> and... Bam Bam at 8 p.m. You're almost there. I'm almost there. I only have three other things to say. Dead Doors Foo. Oh. The workforce block. All right. All right. Very good. Are you going to play some of the new stuff? Yeah. I love that. What was that last song you just played? Uh, love Will Keep Us Together? Yeah. Love yeah. Will Keep Us Together. Love Dies Young. Love Lies Bleeding. Love Lies Bleeding. The Lamb Lies. The Lamb Lies Down. The Lamb Lies Down on Love. Rambo lies down. Rambo lies down <laughs> on love and does the hey, my name is dirty deeds done dirt cheap. <laughs> no, that's gonna be a great song. Yeah. That's a great mashup. Yeah. At any rate, um, it was a great song. Whatever love that dies was. young. Love, love dies, dies young. young. Love that. Yeah. And um, Jackie and uh, Brent did a great. Brent did a great. <laughs> whatever they were, they did good. <laughs> whatever they were. Hi, caller number four. You're on the air. Is this Craig? Hi, is your name Craig? Oh, oh wait, no, 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 no! I'm sorry, I had I had the button pushed. All right, <laughs> Craig, we can hear you now. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm a wealthy businessman. I don't have time for flat pancakes. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no. But do you have time to give me the word? It's Harry, as in down there, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, Craig. Uh, yeah, you got it right, dude. We got a very, very cool prize for you. Three nights stay at Icona Resort. Surprise your special summer with a romantic getaway at Icona Avalon Resort, and that's where we're going to set you up. All right, my man? That is awesome. Excellent, buddy. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Don't forget the wine, dine, and unwind package. That's great. Is available through the end of March or the Valentine's weekend package. Both include a three-course dinner for two and a bottle of wine to enhance your stay. You can learn more at IconaAvalon.com. I would like to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Also, Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And by local Confidence Plus Service Center. Car in need of service? Find your location at myconfidenceplus.com. Next weekend, or week, on the program, <laughs> uh, comedian Matthew Broussard will be joining us. We'll have Dr. Avi Loeb, who is Harvard's top astronomer. Ooh, very nice. So Casey went to Harvard. The Space Cowboys. <laughs> Kathy literally just went, oh. <laughs> Kathy, uh, he, th- he thinks there, there was an alien spaceship who 
flew by us. Uh, yes, and one. he'll read your signs. I'll really be out on that one. <laughs> All right, and uh, the Quarantine Cupid will be taking place. Yes. Yeah. If you're interested in getting the Quarantine Cupid through Steven Singer Jewelers, you don't even know what that is. Go to WMMR.com, click on contest, you'll find out, enter, and somebody's going to be really happy when they win. Actually, several people. Uh, thanks again to Pick Lillian. Uh, that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, my name's Tom Salmon, owner of Pat's Pub at M Street near Avenue, Philadelphia. Home of the one and only Gary Lauer. You know, the guy with three testicles. We have the best chili in Philly. Our wings are to die for. Our phone number is 215-743-9509 for eat-in or fast pickup. Look us up on Facebook. Thank you, Preston and Steve. MMR Rock. Next message. Hi, this is Wendy from family-owned Dariana Bridal and Tuxedo. If you need a gorgeous wedding dress or a great tux, come see us. We're located in Warrington, Pennsylvania. Mention WMMR and get a free veil with your dress purchase and $50 off each suit or tuxedo rental. Learn more about us at DarianaBridal.com. Thank you, Preston and Steve, for supporting small businesses. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.